Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Magna One Motorsports. Are you ready to go GNCC Racing? Look at these guys. Oh boy, we got it wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. National champion Jordan Ashford. I appreciate it, man. It's, the Split Line Off-Road Podcast from Magna One Motorsports. Here's your host, Rodney Cooper, and co-host, Brandon Whitehair. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper. With me today, as always, Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is going on? Episode 105 coming at you tonight. We got a good one lined up for you boys, and we are ready to talk some Wild Boar GNCC. Brandon, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Just chilling. Can't believe I feel like we just did this yesterday. I, I, I feel know. like it's already just clicking, right? We're just clicking off like, clicking. like you know, you get into a, a, a race season and you just start clicking wins That's off. Right. We're just winning after win <laughs> after win right now. Yeah. And we're ready to go to Wild Boar That's and right. start talking some sand whoops, start talking some miserable three hour races. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, start talking some split line fantasy, That's too. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a banger show tonight. It's going to be a great show tonight. Tonight on the show, we we have guests Josh Yeatman and Mark Tanner from SOS. You guys might know them. Hopefully, you don't know them too well by getting worked on them trackside. <laughs> uh, they are the medical crew that is is running around at the GNCC races, and uh, so we're going to get a chance to talk to them about that. That's going to be pretty cool. Yep. And then we're going to have our old friend Mikey Waynes come on and do yes. some bench racing with us. Mr. Mikey. Mr. Mikey Underwear Waynes. model. Yeah, underwear model. <laughs> guru. I, that, that's his slogan, underwear model. Straight up. Nothing else. Just <laughs> Nothing underwear. else. He doesn't need anything else. He doesn't and anything else we got producer d on the keys over behind the scenes running the cameras running the question board yeah. if you guys got uh, uh sunstar chain of sprocket questions please put them in the comments <laughs> and we will get to them for sure before we get into it we got to thank our awesome sponsors first and foremost we got to thank magna one motorsports used bikes helmets goggles gear and more whatever you need they have it at every gncc race every nepg event make sure you guys check it out and make sure you tell them the split line crew sent you there. Heck yeah. Make sure you also grab yourself a Magna One, a case of Magna One, clean it mm-hmm. to clean all those filthy bikes, clean you're... all those filthy ATVs. I'm getting my bike dirty. Don't worry. Okay. Right. I'm getting it dirty so I can put some Magna One on it. That's right. And clean it because there's no there's no better product to clean it with, right? Exactly. First yeah. time in months. Just throwing it out there. Years, probably. You got, it's probably not a, a very year. impressive story. It's not a very impressive story. So, <laughs> He probably got his lawnmower stuck and he needed to pull it out of the wet grass or something. No, <laughs> I, I used it to take the trash on the hill. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is a Honda. So just car park that bad boy up there. <laughs> it makes you feel any better. It makes you feel any better. I went riding and only made it like four laps around my practice tracks. Oh. And they were not good laps. Do you need feedback? Oh, I think it was from this right here. That's, oh, my, that's okay. my bad. I was gonna say, like, that's man, my that's bad. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We also got to thank Guts Racing. Oh, we, They've been with us since from day three. Yep. Not day one, but day three. Day three. Day three. I liked it. It took them a while. It took them not very long to find out about <laughs> us. So uh, we appreciate Andy Gregg and all the guys over there at Guts. Uh, all the awesome seat covers they produce. All the awesome seat foams that they have. Make sure you guys check out Guts. I know I won't put anything else on my bike. Heck no. Brandon won't. Nope. Can't really speak for Devin. Devin. He's 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 like uh. He's up. What you call it, like a band hopper? Like he just hops around. I don't know. A, a, 
a, a, a fence band. hopper. Yeah, fence hopper. There you a go. Fence hopper. Yeah. Bandwagon, bandwagon jumper. Bandwagon jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's free. <laughs> we also got to thank. I mean, they're pretty close. Yeah, to they're you, pretty three. close. <laughs> we also got to thank Seal Savers. They've been in business for 25 plus years, providing you guys with the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike, coil protection for your ATV. Uh, coil protection for your UTV, and then you got the U, uh, the uh, the what, what is it? The uh, UTV, the the. the the, the UV bolts the, or the UV joints? Yes, yeah, the UV sorry. joints. Thank you. Yep. They got the boot covers for them as well. Oh, yeah. You use a use of split line code, split line, out, capital Charlie. S, to save a cool 25% <laughs> off of anything on their website. Speaking of discount codes, oh, yeah. there's no better discount code than a Sunstar Chain and Sprocket discount code. No, baby. Split line 30 to save 35% off of anything over there. And I'm telling you guys, you're getting the best. If when you go over using- there, if you're not using that, you're stupid. If you're not using Sunstar Chain and Sprockets, what's wrong with you? Uh, uh, well, just, I mean, yeah, it's tr- straight up. But Brandon, what's, what, what are they made of? Case-hardened steel, baby. Case-hardened steel. I'm telling you what, if you, if you <laughs> want to be like Devin Masters and run the entire GNCC season for two years straight on one Chain and Sprocket set, yeah. it says, <laughs> I mean, get on the it program. Says, it says, use it, Doug's saying, use it, do this at your own risk. Do, do, you, like how, do you like how every time I, I say it, it's getting longer and longer per- that he's perfect. used it? <laughs> I mean, it probably can make it. It probably could. It Professionals probably could. only. Do not try. Do not attempt this at home. Exactly. Is that what Sunstar is saying? It's exactly. got the little tiny disclaimer in any post that I do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but certainly not least, we also got to thank the Mountain State Hair Scramble crew. Yeah. The guys over there, Richie Nolan and the gang, put on a tremendous season. That's right. And the season is up. Go check it out on their website, on their Instagram, on their Facebook. I promise you guys. Um, it's a great series. If you've not checked them out before, make sure you do it this season. And yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it, baby. All right, guys. So I'm getting a little bit of feedback. And are yeah, you getting that feedback at all? A little bit, yeah. I don't know what's hair. up with it. It's probably like phones around these mics. Oh, that, that fixed it. See? Yeah. see, don't set your phone on this stuff. I'm sorry, bro. So I came in a little late. I literally just got here right before, as you yep. guys were going on live. Yep. We're Was going. that a, a little bit of a youth wrestling practice? Mm-hmm. But uh, you, you whoop it up on those little kids, aren't you? I did. I did. I have to go <laughs> out there and stroke the ego say, a little bit. You're, you're, you went to youth wrestling practice. I, really I went it. to youth. <laughs> Nolan stayed home. I went to youth res, wrestling practice right. by myself. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the big guys uh, are a little bit more intimidating to you. So you stick, put it on the big <laughs> Yeah. You, yeah. Take the wins where you can get them. So what have you been into lately, Brandon? Oh, not much, man. Just, uh, just, you know, the good stuff. Turning me down. Uh, Turn me up. Sorry. There we go. Uh, just the good stuff, man. Just trying to get ready for ra- uh, riding season, racing season. Um, maybe going to the knob this weekend. So a little bit of motocross practice. Um, trying to get some seat time in for me and the guy. Check the weather. The weather is beautiful today, but I'm yeah. um, not sure how the weekend's looking. But um, hopefully get some riding time in. Maybe make it down for uh, back down to Carolinas for one of the GNCC rounds. But that's pretty much it, man. Baseball season's coming. Uh, been trying to work out myself a little bit, so yeah, getting back in the gym, yeah, looking things. Baseball season's coming. Oh man, we're coaching again. We're coaching again. Yeah, remember you guys heard about our our, <laughs> our our fiasco last season. Hopefully this season's a little bit better. Right, we at least get to draft our team this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah. So yeah. Devin, what's going on with the ankle, buddy? The fans need to know. <clears throat> it's a little sore. That's about all I got for you. It's twice the size of normal. Mm-hmm. So at least twice the size of normal. And uh, it's starting to turn black and blue, so that's pretty yeah. neat. I mean, it does fit in a riding boot, though. So. Practice accident, no. right? No. Tell everybody the truth. What happened? It was basketball. Oh, oh. hey, yeah. 
Do you, do you remember Devin saying something about stubbing a toe last week about these guys playing stick and ball sports and yep. be out for the yep. season? Yeah. See what happens, Devin, when you talk crap, you get hurt. Yeah, but I'm not out for this. <laughs> I'm not out for the season, so <laughs> I'm just messing. I, I figured out that my foot fits in a boot and it doesn't have to move side to side to shift up and down. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we have a a guest coming on, a couple guests coming on actually, that might actually be able to help you out with that ankle, maybe give you some t- tips or tricks or <clears throat> that's what something I'm thinking. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe I'll just perfect. stop in while I'm down there and they can check it out and see what's wrong with it. Yeah. Per- perfect timing. That's right. <laughs> it couldn't couldn't have happened at a better time, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. So at least we're going to get hurt. Make sure there's going to be somebody to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, when are you heading to Florida? Uh, we're supposed to go Friday morning. So. Okay. Choo, Friday, Friday morning? morning? Dang, yeah. that's late, isn't it? Was it like a 13-hour drive from here? 12, 19, I think is what it was from my house. 12 hours and 19 minutes? Yep. So 13. Yeah. 13 hours. Nah, I like to race the clock. Well, you got to stop you for gas. gas. Yeah, counting the stops. I like to beat what, the time. Three, what, three gas stops on the way down? No. Nope. Just if, I fill up, if I fill up in Morgantown, I should be able to make it to Georgia before I have to worry about filling up. Again. You just driving a truck? You pulling a trailer? Just the truck. Okay. Yeah. That makes I wouldn't that take makes more that sense. far. That makes more sense. I mean, I would if I was staying all week. Right. But. Why I'm, aren't you? You should just flew down. What are you doing? Well, actually, I had, I had somebody say there? that. Well, I had people offer to haul my bike and right. I could fly down. But by uh-huh. the time you pay for the ticket, <clears throat> I could pretty much drive. So <laughs> That's true. It's like $400 a ticket or something. Hey, your yeah. drive is not nearly as bad as um, Hunter. Um, Hunter Hart, could you imagine? Oh no! From how New about, York? How well, about he's Gabe, down south he's already. Like, how about Gabe Nod? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he drove back to Canada oh, after George or after uh, um, Buck, Rob Big Orr. Buck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, it took him like twenty four hours or something. I think. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that'd be pretty rough. Committed. That is committed. Committed. I, I have to say I'm, that. I don't know if I'm that committed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you you ready to hop into this fantasy? Yeah, thing? Let's hop into the fantasy. Okay. Um, I'll do the Rocky Mountain, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. I'll go ahead. He says, listen, um, guys, my, my fantasy struggle this year. It's bad. Um, all right, so everybody on the Rocky Mountain side, JDMX 050 still in the lead. He is creeping closer and closer to that top 1,000 over there. He's usually pretty good at that. Um, P-Dog is in second. Guthrie441 is in third. Now, how do you say this guy's name? Because we just had this on the, Insta- on the Instagram. He sent us a message. He did. I forget already. <laughs> let me see it. Let me see it. It says Adam Veer. Do you, you remember? Remember how I said it? I should have had it all up. Where is it? Oh, Adam Ver Oskit. Tick, tick. There you go. Adam Ver Oskit. They're, they're getting another laugh out of this. This is funny. <laughs> and um, Cameron 7, Sturm 27 is in 6th. G Groff 660 is in 7th. Jacob Whitehair is in 8th. <clears> L. Whiter, <throat> L. White. Is in ninth and W Mad Dogs in tenth. Nice over on the uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy side. Uh, T N Williams two four nine finished first this week. Uh, Justin Groff finished second. Jason Ellis finished third. Back flipping three thirty six finished fourth. And Marty Seal Savers finished fifth. So uh, that was Man, for, for. I was so disgusted with my team. I, I played a little too safe this weekend. I, I thought I was playing it kind of safe. <laughs> Joey Savard. Jo- Sav- Did you at least Sav- get all eight in the main? Well, duh, yeah. But then none of them made it. Th- like crashing. I'm like, see, because we were we were busy with the wrestling, the state wrestling yeah. tournament Saturday. So I went ahead and picked my team Friday, uh, and I picked AC. Yeah, and, and he, uh, he was out with the he wrist. was out, but I I, yeah. I I caught it last second. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm still currently the points leader. Billy Bebot is uh, second. B. F on Zick is <laughs> see that's what guys come on with these names. It's third. T Williams is fourth, and KTM Ryder is sitting in fifth right now in the mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. So hey guys, uh, real quick, let's talk about the uh, split on fantasy. Yeah. Um, pars are out. The par the the, the handicaps. Uh, handicaps <laughs> I'm thinking golf. Handic- <laughs> the handicaps are out, so make sure you guys get your picks in before Saturday before noon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just send them to us via is Instagram. Yeah. Or one. Well, the the race is at one, but I just like to say. But the race is at two. It, either way, the handicaps <laughs> cut off at noon. Oh, okay. So. Um, <laughs> I like to uh, to have that little bit of uh, leeway time, but anyways, um, uh, we got some kind of good news with the website. Oh, are, it, we, are we talking about it? I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't want to get everybody's hopes up. But I saw a <laughs> I saw a functional website the other day. Uh-huh. Now, take that for what it is. I don't know. Is you is you pulling the blanket over your eyes? Maybe. I don't know who she is, but maybe. <laughs> but. You know, hopefully, you know, before the end of the season, we can jump over on that website mm-hmm. and uh, and get to play. Now, there will be like once we get on the website, <clears throat> obviously, um, it will be uh, it won't be pay to play, but uh, we will be charging a fee to because it cost a lot of money. Yeah. The website did, <laughs> so, yeah. but it, it's it's totally worth it. Like you guys will be able to pick your own teams, be able to see the leaderboards yourself, see the handicaps yourself. It's it's gonna be pretty sweet yeah. if it if it happens. If it happens, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if it is or not, but so um, uh, what about the uh, the uh, Supercross race? It was pretty wild this week. It was wasn't it? it was wet and wild, buddy. Wet and wild, uh, dude. <laughs> the first race was awesome. Uh, was was awesome. Of course, Tomax just went out and swept, and and. Um, Hunter Lawrence looked good and all that stuff. But then it was the second race and the third race. The third race, you didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, J-Mart won the third race and didn't even know he won. That's how crazy it was. Really? Yeah, it was insane. Did you not get to watch it? No, I did. I'm, I don't know why I'm saying really. Like, I was going to say, like, really? Like, you didn't do it? No, like, no I did. It, it, it was a wild weekend, and uh, I, loved, um, I loved every bit of it, man. It was like, I tell you what, like, for – more often than not, I feel like tri- triple crowns have been kind of boring on the mm-hmm. more on the boring side, right? Yeah. And more like, like you see a guy kind of like get to coast his way in the last. Mm-hmm. But it seems like both the triple crowns this year, it's been like, oh, you know, winner take all. Three guys are in it, right? And and, and that's what you love to see. You love yeah. to see that. It's been especially the four fifties, man, because right now Sexton Webb and Tomac have separated themselves from the field. Yeah, those are going to be the three guys. Um, it's pretty much. Whoever is going to drop out first is who makes the biggest mistake first, and then the other two are going to run away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, kind of reminds you back of like Carmichael, Reed, and Stewart kind of days a little bit when you get that three way battle going. Yeah. Um, kind of gets you pumped up a lot, but um, man, it, it was so it was it was sick. Webb looked crazy. Felt really bad for Sexton because that, the lapper. I mean, it was one of those things. He went right. He should have probably went left. And yeah, it is a bummer, and it, it's. It's it's crazy. I'm a Sexton fan, so I get a little upset. But well, um, so what you're saying is, three way battle. You're comparing it to Carmichael, Reed, and Stewart. Yeah, Chase Sexton is definitely the James Stewart of the group. Oh, he definitely yeah, is for that, sure, dude. That guy's fast. He's so fast. Like watching him corner through some like like just watching him corner. Like it was like, dude, how's he going so fast? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, though, man. 
How impressive is it to see Cooper Webb continually mm. not be the fastest guy out there mm -hmm. and continually just like dog people for the right. win? Because the thing is, is like think about like this way, like you know, he puts himself in a position to where like he puts a lot of pressure on the leader. Right. I feel like that track. Not taking anyone, anything from Webb, but I feel like that track. It's like they made it shorter on purpose, and I'm like, what? Why? Why would you do that? Like, they were in the lappers so quick. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, is it four space? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I think they thought triple crown, like shorter motos, they can get away with a little More bit shorter clap, you know, shorter lap. But man, I, I felt like in like within five minutes, we we were they were in the lappers. Yeah. And it was. Just, there's such a huge difference between the speed of the guys that are at the front mm. and the speed of the guys that are at the back of the main event. Right. So I mean, these guys are lapping clear up to like eighth place most yeah. most nights. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. That's insane. But yeah, like you said, Cooper Webb was, dude. He, he's just really good at the end of the race where the track gets nasty, and it gets slick and and pretty treacherous out there. I mean, he just excels. That's where he yeah. excels. Yeah. Um. And one thing I wanted to bring up for Tomac, just real quick, and we'll, we'll get on with the show. Um, Tomac, a lot of people forget are forgetting because he started off so strong. That bike's new. Yeah, yeah. He has no settings on this thing. Like when the track gets rough, so he, because I, I don't know if you noticed, like he fell backwards. He's not pushing real hard at the end of these races and the motos and stuff. Um, I think he's still fighting setup, bike setup, and yeah. um, not really saying too much about it, but. I think a lot of people are forgetting because that's a brand new bike and he started off with a win of the season and just keep going what he had to do. But um, I think he's still fighting setup. And I think that's why he's not pushing to the front as, as much and, and like falling back and just saying, okay, I'm going to be okay in fifth or sixth place. Yeah, fighting setup. And then also, you know, we also got to think that, you know, we're used to seeing Tomac come on at the end of the season and like put in a strong strong chase towards the second half of the season mm -hmm. and and it, and it kind of starts not necessarily starts in daytona but day, it kind of centers around daytona right so and we haven't even got to that part of the season right. for him yet right so i'm excited well, to see daytona this weekend that's and usually by this time he's got at least one dnf right or right. like one race that was just so terrible he, you wanted even, to be a dnf <laughs> yeah yeah so I, he's doing better than his usual start to right. the season yeah. All right. So speaking of Daytona boys, let's get down to the wild boar. Yeah, man, I'm excited to see this race. Uh, I think that we're gonna have a lot of good racing action this week. I think that uh, that um, uh, for the bike side, anyways, like you know, just flip a coin. Right. And flip flip a seven sided who's, coin who's, on who's gonna win. Who's the best sand rider? You know what I mean. And it comes down to that because that's um, and it there is like you said, flip a coin. Yeah. I mean, anybody down there can could take it. Yeah. No. No, I'm excited, man. Um, <clears throat> like, like when Stu was on here a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about how you know you really know who the guys are after you know the round the fourth round of the season mm -hmm. or so, and I I think that that they're still trying to establish themselves. So right. I would say there's going to be some hot and heavy racing up front this weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. I'm looking forward to really seeing it because you know every if you look at everybody in that was on the podium over the previous round. Um, every one of them had their struggles in the off season. Mm -hmm. Talk. We talked to Ricky Russell. He had a rough off season with the yep. collarbone injury. Uh, didn't really have that much time on the bike before round one at the big buck. Right. Uh, um, talked about Stu Baylor, uh, new bike, still kind of dealing with the effects of the, uh, the bad injury he had last year. Right. And then Ben Kelly, Ben Kelly, Finished second this past uh, round, mm -hmm. but 
he admittedly has said that he was not 100%. Right. The leg was in pain. And I look, you know, this round is going to be very taxing on the body. Oh, yeah. You know, Florida is no joke. I, I know, Devin, you know that. <laughs> uh, Florida is no joke to these guys. Right. And I don't know. I mean, could we see a completely different podium this weekend? Right. And then another thing you really got to think about, too, is these next few races are back-to-back. Um, it's the only time of the year that it's going to be back-to-back. So they got to go through this and then these guys that are just now getting kind of back to healthy has to put their body through this this race and then get through to the next race next week with a little little bit of rest time here and there so i mean the podium is definitely gonna um i think in these next two races coming up are definitely you're going to start seeing different podiums a good bit i, I think yeah i but, agree and the next two rounds are complete opposites of each right. other mm-hmm. but like you're going to the sand and then you're going to the clay clay yeah so it's completely opposite different bike setup mm. different traction feel like in florida it feels like your bike is just bogging out non-stop mm-hmm. from all the sand and then you go to georgia and the clay just has some traction. you got to so you got all the power in the world right yeah you got all the power <laughs> you ever need so. <laughs> it's it's time to make that's the switch when your motor builder builder is like oh yeah i fixed yeah. it yeah i fixed it like oh man he did really good this week <laughs> <laughs> and then over there on the atv side though um uh how much do you think that that you're going to see guys really trying to push for bryson this week right I, uh, to not let him like just start running away i think it's a pivotal i think it's a pivotal round right. already because if Bryson comes out and knocks off two or three in a row, oh, yeah. you know, you might see these guys start fighting for second. Right. I mean, it, the guy that I think that's going to be able to do it, if he's if it's going to happen, it's going to be Hunter Hart. That dude can lives down in Florida pretty much mm-hmm. half the year. Loves to, I don't want to say loves the sand, but he loves to ride in it. Rides really good in it at, at all the FTR races down that way. Um, has the length to get over the back of the bike or get to the, get to the whoops and uh, – He's going to be one of my heavy favorites. Definitely a heavy podium favorite this week coming into it. Um, if there's going to be a guy to do it this week, it's going to be him or John Glotta. You'll call him to knock off? Uh, I, I don't I, – I, it's hard to say knock off Bryson Neal, I mean, honestly, at this point. Yeah. But but I'll say, I'll say he'll give him a, a little bit of push. I'll say that. Yeah. If, if not, if not, if if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be him. I'm going to call him for the upset. Are you going to call him for the upset? Yeah. I mean, that's 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 a that's a tall stack. It is a tall stack, but like you said, man, he has lived down there in Florida for basically years now. Mm-hmm. In the winter, he knows the sand. He right. rides the sand. That's his thing. And when we talked to him a few weeks ago, he was oozing of confidence. Right. So, I'm you know I think starting off. The uh, off the season with a podium finish, he felt strong. He also has said that you know he had mistakes that he felt like he could have even done better. So I think that there's no reason for, in his mind to think that he can't uh, jump in there and battle for the win. Right, and then also we were just talking about all the action off road guys. We just talked all them: Josh Merritt, John Galata Jr., yeah. Jay Shad's been down there. Is this the weekend Josh Merritt pushes for his first podium? Yeah, very possible. I mean, these guys are all been training down there. They're 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 putting in the time. Um, I've not Wyatt, Wyatt Wilkins been down there. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a really good race um, coming up. So yeah, I mean, all these guys have been down there putting in the work. Um, so if if anything they have on Bryson coming in is Bryson doesn't go down south as far as yeah. I know. He stays up north, stays out of that sand. I mean, he only race it once or twice a year anyway. So yeah. I've not looked at the uh, fantasy teams, but but every uh, um, I have seen a lot of people popping up with uh, uh, Josh Merritt picks. Oh, yeah. So people are people are high on Josh Merritt right yeah. now. So 
Yeah, I mean, no, Josh, I know Josh listens to the show though too, so no, no pressure, Josh. I put my picture in already too. I know, I saw that. He wanted to make that. sure he wanted to make sure he didn't forget this time. Yeah, he wanted to make oh, sure yeah. he didn't forget. What time okay, we got? Try the... to blame it on the now. Now we got yeah. him now. Yeah, we got All him. Right, now. Let's do it, Dan. So, we're, guys, we're gonna go to commercial break, and on the other side of the commercial break, we'll come back with Josh Yeatman and Mark Tanner from the SOS uh, Medical Crew. You've seen them at the track. Now online. Magna1Motorsports.com From used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magna1Motorsports.com or trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magna One's Magna One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon, join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at Magna1Motorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com, your everything dirt bike headquarters. Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year, which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, for your mountain bike, for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer protection over your CV boot. Check out SealSavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's SealSavers.com and the code is SPLITLINE for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. All right, guys, and we are back. And I'd like to welcome to the show for the first time uh, the boys from the SOS Medical Crew, Josh Yeatman and uh, Mark Tanner. What's going on, guys? Just not much. Do this is gonna be fun with two of us on the line right yeah it's always hard we've we've had two people on the line before, and it's always a little bit difficult, but we'll work through it. So. Uh, 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 Josh, uh, how are you guys doing? Um, uh, thanks for uh, wanting to call into the show and join in with us. Yeah, uh, we're doing great. Um, both Mark and I are getting ready to drive down to Florida. Um, I think we're both leaving tomorrow. I'm going to be leaving early morning as soon as I get off work. And uh, Mark will be leaving once his kids get out of school. Mm-hmm. Good, um, deal. So. Good deal. Good yeah. deal. Now, do you guys... Also, I saw, you know, pictures of you guys riding. Um, uh, are you guys do you, are you taking the dirt bikes and everything down, or are you guys just going down and setting up a tent? Mark or me? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to be taking the side-by-side and my bike. Um, I'm more in the woods, and I'll be taking the tent and the x-ray, and we'll have the full medical tent set up, and uh, we'll be doing as much as we can. Good gotcha. deal. Good so, deal. So yeah. um, tell us how it's all started, because um, I'm kind of, I got, like, I know a little bit about you guys, but tell our listeners um, how you guys all this came about and all that good stuff. You want to go with that, Mark, or? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been something that's been going on or been trying to get it planned for several years, and it's all Stu's fault. Because <laughs> 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 basically, you know, I've, been, I've known him for about 11 years, um, and, I, and then, you know, I've treated him numerous times, more than I can count. <laughs> started sending all of his buddies to me and he's like, you, you need to go, go to some races, go check it out. So I went to one, um, can't remember it. That's probably about eight years ago. And then, um, he kept bugging me. And so I went to snowshoe about two or three years ago and I looked at the front row. I'm like, man, I know all these guys. I've, <laughs> I've seen them all in my office. And so he's like, you, you, you need to come and, um, you know, kind of see what we have medical wise. And he's like, he's like, if, uh, if you do enough of this, you'll be seeing racers full time. You won't even have to, you won't even have to go to office anymore. Right. And that's about the way it turned out. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, we've talked to Stu about this as well and you guys, it's, it seems like a no brainer how essential it would be to have you guys out there. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that, uh, uh, from talking to all of the high level racers that, that it's a comforting feeling, um, having you guys out there, uh, uh, at what point in time did you guys decide to take it to the point that it is now where, where you have, you know, you, you're taking a bike, you're taking, you're taking a, uh, side by side and the tent and, uh, the x-ray machine and, and all that stuff. Probably two years ago. I mean, it's been a slow process mm -hmm. because it's it's going to races, um, and slowly bringing more and more medical equipment. And last year was the first year I said, okay, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go at least to the first half. It's down down near Greenville where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and before that, I was looking for a portable X-ray machine. So I found one. And they, they let us use the demo units of Oxos, the micro seed. And they let me use the demo unit like the half of the uh, year at the GNCCs. Um, and so the plan was if we could get some support, I would finish out the season. But um, it kind of didn't take off there yet. And so I think really it came down to getting the nonprofit set up so that we can get people mm -hmm. to, you know, tax deduct, tax deductible, get some money in and get some support. And we just said, we're going to do it this year. So we've mm -hmm. committed, you know, for GNCC the whole year. Nice. nice. So like, how did um, you and Josh get together? Like, was it, was, was it always been you guys together or did or like, or you bring Josh on later? Or? Uh, Josh. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead and tell him. Okay, well, I mean, do you mind if we mention another podcast on your show? Go ahead, no, yeah, go, go ahead. for it. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it, it was all because of a really. And um, oh, hey, and hang so on. I'll, if you can repeat that one more time, it broke. It up. all broke up. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like they bleeped it out. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. 
Yeah, so um, it was because of an interview that Stu did on on the pipe uh-huh. with Tyler, and um, I was listening to it live, or maybe not. I don't know. No, I think I was listening to it live, and um, and I was just like, man, right on! Like this is awesome. This is totally what we need. And so I messaged Stu and messaged Tyler, and Tyler hooked me up with Mark's number, and um, I called Mark, and he and I talked on the phone like for two hours or something crazy the first time we talked and we were both like yeah like let's combine forces and do this and so so ever since then we've been working on it more together it's still mark's thing but um i'm just trying to help out the best i can and bring a little bit of um support actually on the race course in the woods and be a patient advocate out there yeah and i try to get people off the race course safely and uh, Mm -hmm. not have them more injured by getting off the track <laughs> right that's and that's right. awesome and um uh, so are you actually like riding the course like looking for people or are you just out there uh posted up somewhere ready to to go if, if you get a call it depends um and so we've only really you know in this capacity we've only done two races so far so we mm-hmm. did the first national enduro at sumter mm-hmm. and we did the first gntc and so, um, and that's the only time we've had like a actual medical tent set up and had me out on the race course on my bike. Mm-hmm. And so, um, national enduro, the course is so huge. Right. Um, and so we had a guy on the race course who's a ER nurse in the side by side. And then I was on my bike on the race course and we tried to post ourselves at like equal distant points as the race progressed through the race course. Mm-hmm. And I tried to, you know, both of us kind of tried to stick to the side of somebody who had a radio because communication with that's a big struggle with the race course being that big. Right. And then, um, and then basically when we got a call for a rider down, we'd start hunting, trying to find the mile that it was at and whoever was closest to go hit that Mm -hmm. person and see if there really was a rider down. And so much of the time national enduro presents the problem is that you're just chasing ghosts. Um, yeah. you, know, like you get a report of a rider down and by the time you get there, they're up they're and gone. racing again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, but we're doing the best we can and, you know, sure enough, by the end of the day, there was, you know, a rider down. Sumter was very much not like last year, this year, I mean, last year there were, you know, there was a guy with cardiac arrest on the race course and, mm, guy, wow. you know, and, and all that stuff, and like, mm. you know, and all sorts of major injuries. Um, but this year there were relatively no major injuries on the race course that couldn't make it back to the pits. Now Mark yeah. on the other hand can speak to the pits were crazy and he had a line out of his tent the whole time. Oh man. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, we were busy. We we saw uh eleven eleven people uh, reduced a finger fracture, sewed up a couple fingers. Just a radius fracture, <laughs> shoulder injury, a bunch of different things. So that that, so we, that we, was going to be my next question. Like, it's just not just for pro guys. I mean, you see a lot of the pro guys, but this is for anybody, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, heck, we saw mostly amateurs yeah. um, at, at that race. But, yeah, so so we take care of all comers, okay. um, any injuries. And then we're, we're not there to take the place of the EMT. So we're right. there to supplement them and basically – my biggest goal was to prevent needless ER visits. Yeah. Right? So I think I think we probably prevented ten at, at Sumter. One guy had to go, um, 
and then it, but that wasn't race related. That right? was not race related. <laughs> no. Yeah. So we had no race related injuries go to the ER. So wow. good deal. That's, that's yeah. correct. Yep. And yep. then and then at Big Buck, we had um, we had two that had to go, um, but we probably we probably saw twenty. Yeah. Twenty people. So yeah. Big Buck was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's really comforting to see that you guys are there and able to assist all these mm-hmm. racers that that may or may not need to go to the ER, may have injuries that you guys can fix or or whatever it may be. Brandon and I, we've grown up at the racetracks and we've always known that like <laughs> the, 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 the local EMTs, the local are... <laughs> EMTs that, that are there. The, they're not always they're not always the best they're not always the best and they're not always the uh uh the guys that uh necessarily even really want to be there right. and i think a, a big part of it is you're, you're like you guys obviously have a passion for this and 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 the knowledge that you guys have you know collectively um um it just seems like like such a great fit to have you guys on scene right you know I've oh, thank you. With local EMTs at the racetracks, that they're like their first go-to thing, no matter what the injury is, is like, "Oh, we're cutting your ride gear off." <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much this costs? So that's like their initial yeah. thing that they do when they come up to you. Oh, you hurt your shoulder? Let me go ahead and cut your jersey off. It's like, no, I'm not cutting my jersey off. <laughs> And to be fair, I cut two guys' pants off on that. <laughs> so that's a hermetic thing. That's uh, no, it's not. They both had femur fractures. So like, <laughs> that seems fair, then. That seems fair. Yeah. And I saved their boots. I didn't cut any boots or knee braces. <laughs> but well, we had to see the femur fracture. Right. So um, another question for listeners, in case like you know, they might see you and be kind of scared um, of maybe coming seeing you, like insurance or anything like you don't need none of that right you just come over and see you guys and tell them what, kind, of, kind of tell you guys what's going on or how's all that work yeah no no insurance i mean we're 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 operating in a volunteer capacity so mm-hmm. they come we help them out and basically we're trying to raise money for supplies and um uh travel expenses and, and whatnot but yeah we're not charging anybody anything okay yeah yeah, yeah, because I know it's usually always a big threat. Like, oh man, and I don't know if my insurance or this or whatever. What yeah. they might charge me on arm and leg, or uh, it's it, very comforting and then for somebody to not only you know not have to worry about insurance, but mm-hmm. then also, um, you know, could possibly save you an expensive trip to the ER. Right, and it sounds like in the most situations they 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 have. So yeah, I mean, just think about it. if if you go to the, uh, take an ambulance ride to the ER. That's like a thousand dollars just the ambulance ride. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, so right. these guys are saving saving uh, you know ten trips. At, you know, that's ten thousand dollars we're saving a weekend <laughs> for for racers. So it, that's awesome. Yeah, it seems like they charge yeah. quadruple if you go to the emergency room. Yeah. Not like to a doctor's office. Right. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's Definitely. typically what fifteen hundred bucks to walk in the emergency room and a thousand dollars for an ambulance ride on top of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Just a step yeah. in the in, into the hospital. Yeah, that's yeah. it's insane. Um, and uh, we all know how insurances are these days; they keep going up and up. So, yeah. um, that's really awesome what you guys are doing for for us riders, and that's really cool. So, Mark, you are newer to the sport, correct? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm in the sport. I've been taking <laughs> care of the sport uh, for years. Uh, okay. So, I, so I'm an orthopedic surgeon. So I've operated on tons of these guys. 
um, but I'm not really a dirt bike rider. So right. I've seen it. I've seen enough injuries, and I know the sport now um, that that I, I know what to expect when I'm taking care of these people. But that, yeah, I'm not a dirt bike rider. Well, that's why I was kind of asking is, is, uh, not necessarily riding, but, uh, but, uh, you know, just being at the track, um, and, and knowing what to expect when you, when you guys first started doing this, um, and I know you have like a, not a huge, uh, sample size as far as the way you're operating it right now, but were you kind of, um, uh, taken aback or overwhelmed by the amount of people that actually are getting hurt at these races every week? Uh, it was kind of what I expected because okay. I, I, I was speaking with Stu and him telling me, you know, all the injuries and things. And when I got, when I did it last year, it was really more in an unofficial capacity. So I was kind of hiding out in the pro pits and um, I'd see anybody that needed me. But usually the only people that knew I was there were a lot of the pro guys. And so mm-hmm. I would be seeing them. Right. So a lot of the amateurs that were getting hurt were going through the other avenues to the EMTs and, and getting taken to the hospital. So I never saw those. So, right. Okay. Yeah, right. I got I got the full experience at Big Buck. Okay. Oh, yeah. So so t- take us through Big Buck, either one of you or both of you, a, a little bit um, on how – how was it uh, at Big Buck? And and another question is 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 are you guys there on Saturdays as well for uh, the youth and ATV races? Oh yes. You want to do that like as a two part? Sure, uh, sure. However what, you guys want to take it. What the was like and what the course was like? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I'm with the go ahead with the course. Yeah. So yeah, we're definitely going to be there. That that's why I'm leaving uh, tomorrow to go down. So Friday I'll go and pre-ride everything and kind of work up and uh you know move people off the race course plan and what's the best way to do that what's the best way to get a side-by-side to them or get an ambulance to them depending on where somebody Mm -hmm. might get hurt on the race course and so figure out all the logistics there and then um yeah and then we're we're there for the whole thing um we're there for the atv riders and we're there for the dirt bike guys and um and so um what so Big Buck was the first time, you know, we've done a GNCC. So I didn't do this with the ATV guys um, last week or, you know, at Big Buck. But I will do the same thing I did with the bikes at Big Bike at, uh, at Big Buck at Wild Boar. And, um, and that's once the start happens, um, you know, we'll be down at the starts because obviously the starts can be a lot of injuries. And then I'll start off by uh, sweeping with the sweep riders um as it goes on and um at big buck with the bikes i didn't make it a lap before i was on an injured rider Mm -hmm. and so um so it happened really quick um and so yeah so we'll do that and uh we'll do that both days and then um if you know and if there isn't and if there aren't any major injuries right off the bat then um all of our injuries on the race course took place at the two morning races at Big Buck, um, we were very fortunate that there were no major on the race course injuries for the pro race. Okay. And so with that, I just posted up on the big hill climb, and um, and was there just you know waiting on a bike to crash into a hundred <laughs> people. Um, and there was a guy that got hurt on the hill, and um, and he was screaming in pain and stuff, and I ran out on the hill to help him out, and then as soon as I was like, hey man, like what's going on? Like, why are you screaming? And, uh, he like 
slid down the hill from his bike and started racing again. And then as soon as that happened, then a guy like jumped up the hill climb and smacked me with his back tire, which is kind of funny. But, uh, <laughs> there's a video of that somewhere, and it looks like I'm just standing on the hill for no reason. There was a guy that I was trying to help out right before then. <laughs> and so that's what I'm kind of doing on the race course. And then, um, and then, you know, and then responding as we hear stuff come up and I've got a radio on, on the GNCC staff channel. And, um, and so I'm listening to that and trying to get to racers wherever they are on the race course as quick as I can, just to, just to stabilize and kind of do an initial triage type thing. And then, um, and then when I'm not there, I'm going to be back at the tent helping Mark out and trying to help him with the load of people because he just has so many people at the tent and then Mark can speak to that. Yeah. Good. I mean, man, that sounds like, uh, that's a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work, but it also sounds like it would be kind of like adrenaline rushing, like almost like racing, like you're out there like searching and, mm-hmm. and, and you with intent to, to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like it would be a really like rewarding, right. um, uh, way to, to volunteer your time or, or, or as a job. Right. Oh yeah. It was awesome. I had a huge smile on my face the whole time. <laughs> I'm sure. And, uh, I'm it sure. Was great. And, uh, and I had a blast. And I mean, it's like my two favorite things are helping people doing medicine and riding dirt bikes. And so I get to do them together and it's like the coolest thing ever. I'm sure. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> like, like I have no problem doing this instead of racing for a day, you know, like, I mean, I still want to race in local races, but to do this for GNCC is awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And, and I'll tell you what, you kind of blew my mind about going out and like scouting, like which way is the fastest way to in here and this section and that section. And yeah. That's that, you know, I wasn't even thinking about any of that. I was just thinking about maybe just going out and riding the course or seeing whatever. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I mean, hats off to you guys because that's, that's a lot of behind the scenes work that a lot of people probably don't even think about. Yeah. So, do you want to speak on the on the tent yeah, side yeah, of what, stuff and the? Yeah. What was the tent like, Mark, on uh, on on the weekend at Big Buck? Um, <clears throat> a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very busy. I I make I I, I poke fun at Josh because, you know, you made a good point that out there riding the bike, having fun, and I'm like, I'm back at the tent. And there's 15 people here, and uh and and we're sewing up people. Uh, we sewed up some toes. See, two two people had one guy had a bad busted up toe. Sewed up another foot, um, reduced another fracture, and then and then all the the big injuries came in, like a femur fracture and a um, what we what we call a floating knee, where they have a femur and a and a uh, tibia fracture. But um, it's definitely it, it was definitely busy pretty much the whole day. And I think one reason is the quad day had a lot of amateur uh, i guess we had the the bike race too let's see which one was it um josh but they split it yeah they split the amateur race on saturday and that's why i was so busy all morning or sorry on sunday Sunday. so So both days equally busy yeah yeah it's yeah they were really busy (laughs) man (laughs) so so we get we got we got people that definitely we need help at the tent Anybody that rides a dirt bike, though, says, hey, I'd love to go out there and ride with Josh and go pick up people. <laughs> we need help at the tent, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, well, and to be fair, like, I keep telling Mark this. Like, I want to be at the tent because I want to be learning from him because he's awesome at what he wants. Right. 
still what I want to be moving towards in my career. And so like, but at the same time, like right now I'm the only person that can kind of do what I'm doing on in the field. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So if we can find people to do what I do and we can train them and know that we're good with what they're doing on the race course and feel comfortable with that, I'll be up to 10, no problem. Right. So like that, that brings me to one of my questions I was going to ask is like, uh, actually two is like, so you guys are a nonprofit. I'm sure you guys would like to have donations. If somebody would like to donate to you guys or whatever, where would, like how, where would they go? Who would they contact? Um, how would they do that? We had the, uh, the website, um, and if, on the Instagram account, it's got, it's got a link that goes to, it's like safety.square.net or something like that. Okay. There's a link on our Instagram account. And then there's a link on the website, which is still in the process. We, we're still making the website, so it doesn't have a whole lot on it yet. I got you. I got um, you. But but there's a link on there that'll take them. They can donate that way. Okay. And then and then the other thing is is like say if someone's listening, um, might might be a nurse or might be interested in helping you guys out uh, through the year. Um, they just do the same thing. Just get on your Instagram. Maybe shoot you a message, and you guys go from there. Or... Yep. Yep. And yep. people have been contacting us um, either just private message in my Instagram account or mm-hmm. going through the SOS account, and then we just communicate and we're. Josh is making a list of potential volunteers and when they can do it. And, you know, we've got, we've got, I've got one person that's going to volunteer as a nurse um, that's going to help us out. I haven't even told Josh yet. Um, <laughs> no, I thought, I'm excited about her. her. Yeah. She so, looks she's, great. so that'll be good because I think we'll need some IVs at uh, Wild Boar. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Very, very, very after, possible. <laughs> after the race, right? After the race. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my question is, is what do you need? Um, it, 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 let's say I'm wanting to, like, I feel inspired by you guys and I want to volunteer. Um, what would somebody need? Uh, like, what kind of requirements would you guys uh uh, want them to have to be able to help you guys do they need to have medical experience or or is any any helping hand um uh, a good a good thing? One. <laughs> yeah <laughs> M- medical experience is a plus but so i mean you know anybody with medical experience more than more than um i mean we'd love to have them but even people that can just help out with some of the triage right because we've got to triage the people we've got to take down their names we've got to take down the information mm-hmm. And there's a sheet that GNCC uses, which I didn't even know about till midway, midway through the first day. Um, but it's a nice tracking sheet that they have that documents all that, and they log it all in, and then they can go back and call people. But they also keep keep that data, yeah, um, so they can track it. So even that would help us because, I mean, you know, my wife was trying to assist me. Um, she's been helping a lot for the past couple of years. You know, bring the whole family. So. If they're if they're not having a good time, I may not be able to do this much longer. Um, but uh, so far, she's been really good at it. But mm-hmm. but triaging people, you know, anybody can start an IV. Any of that stuff would be helpful. Awesome, yeah, awesome. yeah. Kind of we can, and we can levels. teach. You know, we can yeah. teach them how to do things the way we want to do things. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not very difficult. We could have somebody up to speed in a day and. It, it's about consistency, though. What we want to bring is consistency throughout every race. We don't yeah. want it. Yeah. My goal would be to have a core group of people that go to almost every race. Mm-hmm. 
bring that consistency. And then, and then we have other people helping out throughout the year, depending on geography, where they live. Um, and then they can just kind of fill in the gaps, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure yeah. with the way that, uh, um, you know, with <clears throat> how new you guys are to operating it, like I said, in the capacity that you guys are now for, for everybody. Um, I'm sure as the rounds go on this year, you guys are going to be picking up like, like, kind of like racers like man this is this is a better way to do this this is a faster way to do this and uh like kind of uh learn how to operate like a well-oiled machine yeah i think so every, every, you know we've only done two this year and it, every every week's going to get better we're just going to get right. better every week and and as we get the name and the, the word out we're going to have more volunteers um i know it's going to happen just a matter of time so right now we're just kind of getting through the early period so we can grow yeah, we're definitely working on uh, building a team and 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 building support. You know, yeah, and that's a big part of it too. We still we're, we still do need support, and um, right now, uh, Dr. Tanner and I are paying for everything out of pocket. So well, yeah. yeah, so that's that's um, a big part I mean, of it too. Yeah, yeah this that's... is definitely something that that I mean, it's... I don't see how it's how it's not a necessity right. at this point in time with. Uh, the the state of the of of and and here's the thing brandon and i have talked to on this kind of on the flip side um of this is the amount of speed that people are are going these days um the the fitness the bikes they're only getting faster people are only getting fitter and brandon and i kind of agree that that it's that you know when people do crash it's typically unfortunately worse and uh the need for something like this is becoming more and more um uh, apparent yeah i think the last two years we've seen a definite step in uh race speeds um and race injury i think you know mm-hmm. at least that's what i've seen it's right like, yeah mm-hmm. there's been some like really wild races where you know like multiple helicopters leaving and stuff right um yeah so that's you know like i said that's all part of what you know got this on my radar prior to hearing that podcast and then and then once i did hear that interview i was like oh hell yeah like this is awesome (laughs) yeah yeah and the whole time we're talking i uh, i'm a real big supercross fan i don't know if you guys watch supercross or not but you kind of you guys are kind of reminding me of like you know the asterisk medical crew that that take care of all the all those guys and i think doc g um he's like the main doctor for those guys uh, for the for the supercross riders so it's really cool to see something coming over on the gncc side like what you guys are bringing it's that's really that's really awesome yeah thank you yep yep yeah. So yeah, we want to make sure we, you know, just that we're, we're not trying to compete with them at all. We're uh, trying to serve a different community and, uh, right. and trying to do it in a, in a, in a different capacity. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, in big time that we're, we're not just there for the pros and we're there for everybody that's at the race. Yeah. And, and you know, it, with the, you guys have so many challenges when it comes to just simply getting people getting to people and getting people to you with the vast, um, the vast landscape that all of these right. tracks are on. Yeah. I mean, it, we're talking it's, miles. It, it, we're talking miles <laughs> and, and it's a job. I'm sure it's a, um, you know, you have to have a very well oiled game plan, uh, to be able to get to these people and then in turn get them to you. Yeah. It's, 
I mean, I, I couldn't walk after the last race, so <laughs> I'm planning on, plan on the same thing in Florida. So, um, yeah, it, it is. It's a lot of work, but, you know, it's it's good work and it's fun work. So that makes a lot of work a lot more bearable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, not to uh, pick your brain or anything, but what if a certain somebody had an ankle injury and <laughs> needed some assistance on best practices to make it through the race. Um, He's basically, not... my ankle is like three times the size it was before, and it's like black and blue. And uh, it still fits my riding boot, but should I like wrap it up or something before I go? <laughs> Are you going to be at Wild Boar? I will be. I can take an x-ray. There you go. All right. Cause <laughs> we can check it out. Yeah. yeah. It definitely hurts, and it's definitely swollen. But I was—I figured it goes up and down. It just doesn't go side to side. Is it—is it an old old injury? No, I literally just did it yesterday. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, you need an X-ray, dude. <laughs> so my my main concern was uh, getting points. So first, first thing I did was make sure my foot could still fit in my riding boot, and I figured I don't really need it to go left and right to go up and down. <laughs> Yeah, the good thing about your riding boot is it's like a walking boot, so it gives you some protection for sure. Right. Yeah. And he and he's a quad yeah. rider, so he ain't got to worry about sticking it in a rut or anything like that. So. Yeah, I just I gotta take the padding from the uh, whoops the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, wild boars gnarly with the whoops, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. But yeah, what, I mean, so what time do you think you'll be set up uh, Friday, Mark? I mean, when can you come over and and take? have you take a look at it um probably friday morning i mean i hope to be there thursday evening okay you know how that goes though two kids and a wife (laughs) (laughs) yeah when when devin came in this evening i said you couldn't have rolled your ankle at a better time this is a perfect (laughs) podcast to 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 be to be here for (laughs) yeah we can check it out friday it was one of those things like we're we've been playing basketball winter to uh help keep our cardio up and stuff like that and i literally i just went to pass and when i stepped my ankle just rolled mm. but i could like feel everything in there doing some stuff that was not good and it was like one of those things where i felt it to the point that i could hear it in my ear type of deal. <laughs> yeah so you just need to get points you just need to get points yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first round wasn't that great so i need to get better than 20th the breakdown of <laughs> All right, if we if we help you out and you get better in twentieth, you gotta give us a shout out. That's right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> He'll do whatever he's got to do. Cool. You guys can pimp him out. <laughs> Good deal. Well, hey, guys, man, we really enjoyed having you guys on the show tonight. Uh, it was cool to be able to pick your brain about yeah. what you guys are doing. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. We're definitely going to share um, everything we can to to kind of help get the word out, to get some some, um, uh, some support uh, right. for you guys. Um uh, to be able to keep to keep doing this because I think we all here agree that mm-hmm. it's definitely a necessity to have you guys there and, and being able to uh, protect and, and help everybody out. Um, uh, before we let you guys go, though, we have to ask you the most important question of the show. Before we, uh, uh, when we have somebody new on the show, we always ask them to pick their uh, favorite uh, uh, fast food and favorite candy bar 
Uh, and, and the reason why we do this is, is my wife at the be- when we first started the show, my mm-hmm. wife told me when you have guests, you got to ask these questions because they, it t- they tell a lot about a person. So choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go, go first? Ahead, there you okay. got this. Does Chipotle count as fast food? Yeah, we'll take it. I think it does. Uh, okay, yeah. we've taken All it right, too many times for it to not. <laughs> uh, okay, good. <laughs> so that, that's going to get my vote. And then uh, favorite candy bar, man. I want to go. Historically, as a kid, it was always a payday, man. Oh, that, good deal. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, yeah. Fast so. food, man. I mean, I I, I eat meat. I'm a keto guy. Mm. Um, so. I don't know. They don't make fast food steaks, do they? <laughs> oh, man. What, if you steak a, and shake? If or? you hit an Outback, maybe. I can drive through the Outback. Oh, that's <laughs> And then uh, uh, Snickers. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Good yep. deal. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Well, man, we we appreciate you guys coming on the show tonight, and uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing you guys at the races. And uh, like I said, we'll be definitely sharing everything, trying to get the word out uh, to get you guys some support for sure. Thank All you. All right, we appreciate it. Yeah, All man. Right, yeah. All right, man. Guys, we'll, keep it up. Thank yeah, you. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. Take care. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Yeah. That was pretty cool getting to talk to them. Yeah. Uh, man, at, that's awesome. It really that, is. That's like. He didn't even hesitate. He just said, "You know what? Just come on." Right. I mean, that, that's what's awesome about it is like, I mean, let's let's be honest. There's a lot of people out there these days that are, that are going to these races that do not have medical coverage. Yeah. Um, and it might sound crazy because you know we, it's a very good <clears throat> chance you're probably going to get hurt sooner sooner than not. So what these guys are doing is is awesome. Um. You know, like I said, you know, medical is not cheap. I mean, one one accident. I, just, I don't even know how they have these pro guys even have insurance. I mean, could you imagine, yeah. like Stu, like I broke my neck and then I smashed my face and then it's like, who's who's who's? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, how do you even yeah. afford, afford a policy at that yeah, point? You know sure. what I mean? So, are we getting a weird? Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I got everything Doug, the way it is. Doug Kirk but, just told Devin to turn his mic on. Turn it on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you sound really loud too. Actually, yeah, he was me. like really loud, but that was that weird mic. So I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something's going weird. Yeah. Hey, so we don't have Brandon forgot to do the <laughs> the, the uh, Sunstar uh, <laughs> the Sun shift, Sunstar shifting, shifting gears, gears segment, but segment today. Did we, so. ha- did we have any de- um, Devin? Any questions? I came up with some. Okay, let's hear. I thought we were Oh, jeez. Who wins the championship on ATV and dirt bike? Oh, man, so early. Go ahead, Coop. You got it? I know. It's a hard question, right? Uh, Bryson and Stu. Oh. I know. Really going way out there to pick. I'm going Bryson and um, who's my dirt bike guy? Five seconds. There's too many. Um, Four. Three. Ben Kelly. Okay. Where do you see the show going from here? Oh, the only way to go from here is up, right? Going on up. I mean, I feel like at this <laughs> point we've to get on a serious note. I mean, not too serious, but Jeez. but uh, always got to go there, man. It's always. I mean, we've always been taking like these kind of like little steps, right? Mm-hmm. We've never been a show to have like 
a huge breakthrough. Right. It's always been just these little increment yeah. steps. We just keep fighting. And just keep fighting. And like we like we refuse to to lose. <laughs> we refuse to die. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, the thing is, is like is we've kind of hung our hat on our consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that we're pretty good at being consistent uh you guys having given a show to that you guys can depend on being here week in and week out through right. the season and then bi-weekly through the off season right but um uh i think our goal is to pretty much to try to be like the voice of gncc racing like, yeah like as a podcast um yeah absolutely and that's not taking anything away from any other no. Podcast. Yep. I personally love to listen to um, all the other podcasts. Yep. I think it's cool that there's a bunch of podcasts here. I mean, you know, uh, Josh mentioned um, OTP. OTP yep. Listen to them. Uh, listen to the new uh, KR uh, podcast. Um, that's you know they're pretty funny right. over there. Uh, I, I think it's great having all these shows in, and you know, we're also not going to be the the podcast that pretends like other podcasts don't exist either. Right. So, <laughs> next question. <laughs> what do you think of Landon Wolf? Being out of retirement, I saw that. What, what's your opinion? Uh, what do you, where do you think he is at the end of this season? Only Moto, right? Huh? Landon Wolf. Landon oh, Wolf. Landon Wolf. Yes. Oh, did oh, time out. Did you see Wesley Wolf? Wesley Wolf. I, I, I don't. Yeah, he was real. See, Landon was kind of in retirement, right? Like Landon was he like didn't defend his title. he didn't defend his <laughs> title, but he still raced more than half the season. Right. So we so we didn't we've not really missed him. You know what I mean? It's like we missed it's like him. it's like you know when you're in a relationship with somebody and 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 you guys like never spend a time any time away from each other. So you can't really miss what you never never never, never leaves. <laughs> never, you can never find something you wasn't missing. Yeah, right? we just we just. We just didn't get to go out on a few dates with Landon. That's all. <laughs> now Wesley, on the other hand, yeah, yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. He looked like he was moving on that Yamaha from the video. Yeah, he yeah. did. Why was he on a Yamaha? No, because I mean, it's, it's got the you best thinking. bike ever. Well, no, no, what I'm thinking is like, left. but well, no, here's what I'm thinking: Is he back to racing? I mean, I think that's the plan. Right. Yeah. So that's like it, because it, because if if he were to post a video of him riding for fun, I would have thought that it had been on a Suzuki or a Honda, mm-hmm. right? I figured Suzuki. Yeah, right. he definitely likes it better. But the fact that it was on a Yamaha makes me think that there's some things turning. Possibly. Yeah. Wheels. <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> Any more questions? Uh, who is the head coach and who is assistant coach? For <clears throat> he's the head coach. I'm, the... I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why he's the head coach. <laughs> Because I don't want to take phone calls. I told him this the other night. I don't want to talk to parents. Like, when parents are pissed, I'm going to say, go talk to coach. I'm just an assistant coach. I can't do anything about it. Unfortunately, I am pretty much the head coach of any sport that I ever am a part of. Yeah, unless you leave me hanging high and dry while you go sit in the hospital for two weeks. Listen, bro, I'm sorry about that. That (laughs) I would have rather been out there with you. He convinced me. He was like, I I need you to coach. I need you to to help me be my assistant. And then he leaves me for two weeks. He's like, hey, this is your team for two weeks. (laughs) Last question. Yep. Do you plan to run the nine-hour? Ooh. What do you think? But Maybe. We could be a team. Do you, you think your Honda can pull us both around for nine hours? I, I mean, at this point in time, I think it'd do a better job than your Yamaha. I know. I know he's got less hours on his than you. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> I mean, but your hours, your hours were on the bike before mine was even built. Exactly. 
That means I still have mine. Yeah. I, ne I never sold out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We ended up with one more question from the comments. Oh, okay. Good deal. I know your top three riders of all time. Ooh, you're oh. talking GNCC. I would assume. <laughs> um, man, of all time, man, my top three so like riders, quad or bike, or just all time. I think it's in general. Just in general. Mm -hmm. Oof. Um, I'm gonna have to go. Bill Balance. Um, KR. Caleb. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'll go. One quad to be uh, Bill Balance, and then the other one's gonna be uh, Caleb Russell, and then Barry Hawk. Those Good are my deal. three. Good deal. So. You did one four wheeler, mm -hmm. one dirt bike, and, and one both. See that? <laughs> See that? I'm 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 actually Your also turn. I'm I'm actually also gonna go Barry. Uh -huh. Uh Barry number number one. because mm -hmm. um, I like the being able to do it on both as well. Uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna go Walker. Okay. And I'm gonna go KR because I feel like both of them, Walker, um, changed the game mm -hmm. in the ATVs and and I think KR did the did the same thing as well. Right. Um, you know, elevate elevated the sport. I like people that elevate the sport. Yeah, I think that's cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, Barry definitely had the coolest stickers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a guy that I'm not thinking of right now since you just threw it on me like that. But um, right off the top of my head, those are the three guys that uh, stick out to me when I think of GNCC all time greatest racers. Yeah. Well, why don't we, on that note. Get, get our guest on, and we'll ask him that question, too. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. All right, so yeah. we're going to go to commercial break real quick, and we'll be back with Mikey Waynes on the back half of the show. You've seen him at the track. Now, online. Magna1Motorsports.com From used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus, all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magna1Motorsports.com or Trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magna One's Magna One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon, join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at MagnaOneMotorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com. Your everything dirt bike headquarters. Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year. Which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, -side, for your mountain bike, 
for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer of protection over your CV boot. Check out sealsavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's sealsavers.com and the code is SPLITLINE for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. All right, guys, and we are back from commercial break. Uh, joining us now is uh, the voice of GNCC, Mikey Waynes. What's going on, Mikey? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, <laughs> busy packing for Florida. Uh, I think I'm about half packed and, and hoping to finish that up tonight. <laughs> and uh, in the middle, I'm drinking whiskey. Good deal. Yeah, good deal. That sounds like a good evening. How, how long is the trip going to be? How long are you going to be uh, uh, on the road for this time? Uh, it's about GPS says 13. It's always like 14, um, or more. <laughs> I usually find myself stopping at Buffalo trace in Kentucky. Pick up <laughs> and then I got to stop by Bucky's in Georgia. Um, so there's just too many distractions. Yeah. Well, we always appreciate following along with you on the, uh, on the Instagram. <laughs> so I, f- I feel like we're, I feel like we've made this car ride with you several times. <laughs> it, it's an adventure. I get bored easily. So I got to do something to keep it entertaining. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. How, how long are you, go- how long are you going to be away from home this time? Oh Lord. Um, yeah. On the road tomorrow morning, I should be back. We've got GNCC this weekend and then, uh, Ricky Carmichael's Amateur Supercross, ATVMX uh, at Daytona. Then I work in a hotel for 12-hour days, Wednesday, Thursday, and then <laughs> Georgia GNCC. So I should be back. Um, I'll probably end up getting a hotel on the way home from Georgia just because it's a haul. Um, so I'll, I'll be back on the 13th. Good deal. Good deal. Man, that's a ton. Half <laughs> that's a ton of racing to cover. That's a, you're it's, a ready, it's, a, it's a gauntlet you're getting ready to go through. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, this is, I mean, honestly, like this, this run is more taxing and, and wears me out more than Loretta's or Minio's. Really? I mean, those are, this is just, I think it's the road time in between and then kind of changing it up from going off road to moto. And, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's I'm a sure. long is your wife ever woke up in the middle of the night and you're like asking her questions like in, in the mic with like, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. She, she's a trooper, man. I, I can't thank her enough. I wish she was going with me, but, uh, is what it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I can see it now. Like Mike's like, how was your race? How was your race, babe? <laughs> how was your race? That was pretty good. It'd be nice if you finished second for once, but Hey, <laughs> 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 oh, shoot. So, uh, hey, we were actually just going over some of our uh, uh, Sunstar Chain and Sprocket uh, uh, shifting gear segment questions. And one came up that we decided we were going to th- pitch over to you. Top three riders of all time I, um, in the off-road racing, favorite riders, who would it be? Oh, holy smokes. Obviously, um, I'm going to be biased toward the guys that I got to, you know, celebrate championships with yeah. so you know walker stands out to me on the atv side and and of course caleb uh stands out to me on the bike side you know i think caleb is honestly probably the obvious answer for everybody mm-hmm. uh, walker is is probably my personal favorite 
uh, as far as guys that have had the success. But I heard you guys talk. I mean, you can't ignore Bill Balance, nine titles. Just yeah. mm-hmm. we thought Walker would pass that. Now I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. But, um, yeah, that's impressive. I don't know if we'll see somebody else, you know, match that as far as the ATV side's concerned. Um, if we do, it'll be a long time. Yeah. 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 I don't know. If, I don't know if we could see anybody really. I mean, Walker really, I guess, is is the only one that really stands a chance because he's already he's there. Pretty. But, I mean, could you see somebody at this point in time, at this day and age, with the, with the way, uh, it, with the competitiveness that is out there, starting now and going on a nine – Right, a nine-year championship run. Yeah, yeah. Ten. It would. Go ahead. Try to. Okay, can you hear me? No, no. Really? It's not working. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Mikey. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're, um, we're having some mic you know what the, I had this conversation with a buddy recently, uh, like on the NBA side, uh, and we talked about how. You know, there's the argument of Jordan versus LeBron and who's the GOAT. And I'm a 90s kid, so my answer is obvious. But, yeah, you know, we both agreed that, like, the NBA talent overall is significantly better. But you have those hand-picked guys from a decade ago that could compete today. Yeah. You know, they would train like Walker's training, like Bryson's training. So Bill Balance would be in that argument. Barry Hawk would be in that argu- argument um, on the ATV side. Um, so I think – Nine in a row. I don't know if we'll ever see that again on bikes or ATVs. Yeah, uh, just because it's hard for there to be that one guy anymore because there is no off season for these guys. They're constantly training, and it's no longer. I mean, you think years ago, guys, it was all about seat time. Mm-hmm, you right. just had to get time. That was it. Uh, you know, you didn't want to train too much. You didn't want to lift too many weights. You get muscle bound, and you don't have the endurance. Well, you know science came into play and wrong. Um, so now it's just it's more of a level playing field and i think your average rider is you know if, if you take your average guy and you throw him in a race 10 years ago and he's dominating yeah um, yeah yeah the game's just changed it's, I it's mean, just it's much harder technically speaking bill bounce when he won his last title said that the only man that would ever beat him was walker fowler and we've seen that come to an end and even I'm not saying Walker can't win again, but even if he does right. get back on a winning streak, is there enough time that he could even you know win that many championships? So when he left, he did say that the only person that would ever beat him was Walker Fowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the nine titles uh, in the 75 wins by Boric, we thought Walker was going to you know just dismantle both of those. Yeah, right. and what a difference! He, I mean, now we're sitting here talking about. And will Walker Fowler get two more wins and tie Warwick? Will he get three more and pass him? Like, it's just, right. there's a lot left up in the air. And I think, I actually think Walker's going to be there this weekend in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that'll be good. That'll be good. Not racing, obviously, yeah. but um, I'm hoping he'll get in the booth. You know, he's pretty quiet about his situation. And um, I talked to him a little bit before Big Buck and basically just shot him a text like, Hey, how much do you want to share? How much do you want to share yourself instead of, you know, me or somebody saying it, you know, publicly? And um, he's like, well, just kind of leave it, you know, as an injury and I'm out until further notice. And he's like, I'll hopefully be in Florida to kind of expand on that a little bit. So um, it just, I, you know, hope he's able to recover and, yeah. and back to 
yeah, hell, if Walker Fowler's seventy five percent of what he was, he's still um, you know a contender. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and, and you know. Um, uh, the fact that he's you know going to be able to come back this year, uh, I mean, I mean, who's to say that that next year won't be like? I mean, look what Bryson Neal did after mm-hmm. almost a full year off with an injury, came back and, and just you know had a great season last year. Um, uh, and I think that uh, uh, I, I mean I don't see why Walker couldn't do the same thing. I mean he's. Mm-hmm. He's he's a, an animal and uh, just a competitor by nature, and uh, uh, you know us just talking about uh, the uh, what if he doesn't win anymore. You know when he listens to this, he, it, that that might be enough for him to just put this podcast on repeat and just go to the <laughs> go to the drawing board and uh, show us or show everybody wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's he's had reached a point where it was kind of like, all right, dude, you got nothing left to prove. You've got the titles, you've got yeah. the wins. You're in the the Mount Rushmore of GNCC ATV greats, but now it's almost like you know the champion in him and the competitor in him. He's got something to prove again. So yeah. if nothing else, to himself, yeah. to, to you know tell himself that hey, I can still do this. I'm going to go out on my terms, not someone else's. Yeah, right. and I think that what you just said is a huge key uh, for Walker. I think Walker has always been one to to want to go out on his terms, to to write his own story and not have somebody else come in and, and write it for him. And I, I I think that driving factor right there, it's like, okay, um, let's say I only win one more championship. Um, but uh, I, wanted, I want to decide that that's my last one. I don't want somebody else to decide it for me. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That. That's. You know, I, I gotta hand it to. It's amazing. It's. It's a. Yeah. It's a good problem to have, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, going into to wild boar, man. Uh, you know, we talked to Devin and everybody. Everybody that races this race, it's like one of those like love hate relationships, and uh, it, it looks to be like it's going to be the same this year. Yeah, you, you know, a lot of the guys train down there in Florida, and they're, you know, they're poised and ready. And uh, then you got guys that, that don't. I mean, Bryson Neal, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Bryson. I didn't ask no. him. But I, don't, I think he trained at home. Yeah, like, he like trains, trains in Ohio, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Jared McClure, he's another guy. He trains up, up north at home, and he seems to do well in Florida. So, you know, you the obvious thing would be okay if you train down in Florida in the sand all all winter, you've got an advantage. But I don't know if it just sometimes breeds overconfidence in guys or what. <laughs> well, yeah, Florida weird. You know, it's the only time we get something even remotely close to that's when we go to Camp Coker. But Florida's just like everybody's like, I just want to survive this. I want to survive. I don't want my hands to be completely beat to hell. Because- <laughs> Saturday in Georgia, so there's not a lot of recovery time. Right. Yeah, I mean, one of the toughest races of the year, and then they have only a uh, a, a six day window to to recover. So it's it's wild. Yeah, it, it's an equalizer that for sure. And, and it's the same for the announcers too. I mean, you guys only. I mean, you're going to be working a ton <laughs> in between these two races. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nonstop talking for days on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah. I mean, like after we get done with this two-hour podcast, I don't want to talk to Brandon for at least a week. I know. <laughs> I, I see his phone come up. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't answering that. I'm probably talking to him enough. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, so, speak, speaking of talking, so how's the new gig going? Yeah. 
Oh, it's good. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a learning curve. Um, you know, I, I, there, there's times I certainly miss Rodney. I like his gig though. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he, he's enjoying retirement. He shot me a few texts, uh, during the show, uh, last, uh, the first round, he's like, man, you sound good. You're doing, you're killing it. You're doing great. Um, you know, it's just a matter of kind of making it my own. And, and, you know, I had the conversation with the, the two new guys, um, and I said, listen, you guys are going to get to the podium. You're going to have some struggles. You're going to mess some things up. You're going to mess, say some names wrong. And you, I said, you may overhear or someone may even tell you directly. A parent will be like, yeah, it's just not the way Mikey does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, don't be that personal because I can guarantee you when I go down on the starting line, there's going to be people like, well, you did great. There's also going to be people going, well, it's not quite like Rodney does it. Say. I said, that's fine. I'm like, you just, you got to continue to make it your own and, you know, Rodney's 10 second call, I've always said is like butter and I'm imitation butter. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a matter of just, you know, like I said, making it my own and, and trying to continue to adapt and get it dialed. Yeah. But I feel like I'm slowly getting there. Hey. It's, it's crazy. I feel like I'm learning everything again. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you've done it before, um, um, it was kind of, uh, kind of thrusted on you spontaneously and, yeah. and <laughs> he likes that. He likes being thrusted yeah, on spontaneously. Right. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> but this, this season's different. You've had, you've had time to, to think about it, time to practice it. Is, is, is Mikey standing in front of the, the, the bedroom mirror, like practicing the 10 second call? Like, uh, how we've been practicing in the off season. Not, not so much that, but I do like, I've been, I go back and I listen and I'm like, okay, that was good. Okay. Th this sucked. Okay. Work on this. Um, I think the big thing with the 10 second call is like, and Rodney, he, he would understand like it, it's a, it's high energy for like a very short burst. Mm -hmm but there's so many damn rows and there's so many races <laughs> that like by the end of the day, Saturday, I'm like, my God, I have no voice. So I think it's a matter of getting, it sounds so stupid and silly, but like you, you literally, it's like singing. Like you've got to train your vocal cords <laughs> to be able to endure that. No kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, at the, on the podium, I would have these, you know, short bursts of like celebrating an overall or something, but that was, you know, only a handful of times on a weekend because it's for the one person who won the overall and, and Rodney's doing it every single row. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty taxing. Yeah. And then not to mention like reading all of the names in between rows. That's where I would like when I've heard Rodney and yourself do that, I'm like, Nope, I'm out hundred <laughs> percent. I'm out. Yeah. It, 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 that, that is tough. Especially when you're, you're kind of in a blind spot, you're in amongst all of the fans and you're trying to see who gets a whole shot while reading their names. And then when you finally see the number on the guy's bike and it says 672 and you don't have a 672 on your paper and you look back up and you see the helmet says 521 and you're like, okay, that's it. Um, so it's a lot of just having your head on a swivel and trying to get those, you know, if a guy gets a whole shot, I want to make sure I throw his sponsors out there too. So it's, it's starting to get a little easier, but it is, it's, you know, it's like herding cats or juggling. <laughs> well, and then you also have your, the, uh, like if you're, you also have like the, the guys that don't run the series all the time and you see their names. Have you, yeah. have you seen a name yet? And you're just like, ah, I'm skipping over that one. <laughs> 
I always at least give it a shot. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, we joke about this at uh, at Minio's and Loretta's because, you know, you get some of the younger kids. It's their first year, first time qualifying, whatever, and they've got the name with 85 syllables in it mm-hmm. and butcher it. And, and we always say, like, hey, you know, we're imperfect. We know we might be saying your name wrong. Come tell us how to say it. We'll write a little cheat sheet. We may still mess it up. But here's the thing. If you're doing well in your race, you're going to force us to say your name. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Sprocket. Like, if you're back, you know, trail riding in 20th place, we're probably not going to talk about you month, uh, uh, much. But if you're up there in the top five fighting for wins, I'm going to learn how to say your name that has no vowels, all consonants. Like, we're going to get it dialed. <laughs> this is such, such a good, like, what is wrong with our generation, Mikey? The fact that, like, we're spelling Jackson with with two X's and we're and there like you said, there's thirty seven syllables in, in a name. Like what's what was wrong with us? Yeah. We're bored. It, it, the guys are like, name is Terry with an F and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I think we just got bored or like I don't know, it's like like my family was like, well, your cousin's name now. We can't name you that, so we got to spell at least different. You know what I mean? Like no one, want, everybody wants to be different. And That's boy, it. boy, they're getting That's different. It. They are getting different. <laughs> they're getting different. <laughs> hopefully, their hopefully their generation says, all right, we're going to be different and name our kids Tom and Bill. As <laughs> I said, go back to Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got to get we got to get back to Johns and Bills and and Daves. Okay. Right, because <laughs> it can't get much crazier. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, Mikey, let's talk a little bit about the uh, uh, Sunday races. Man, is this year not I- extremely exciting with the amount of parity we have in the sport right now with with so many guys that could possibly take a overall? Um, it, it just seems like I, I can't really remember a season where we've looked at so many guys on on row one and said, yep, all of you can pretty much win. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you look at it, obviously, Stu, Ben, uh, Ricky, Jordan, they've all got overalls. Thad's got overalls. Josh Strang's got overalls. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's deep. And, uh, you know, I think any given Sunday, somebody can win. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be tough. I mean, I don't, this might be the first season where now Stu loves proving me wrong when I say something against them. But (laughs) first, and where it, I mean, it's like a new new guy out front every single race, yeah. uh, which would, or we'd all love that. Um, that makes our jobs easier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's the days of <laughs> to, to Caleb Russell and, and Walker Fowler's point. You know, we had some races there for a few years that, quite frankly, were boring just because a guy was running away with it. Now, you appreciate it because you're watching one of the all-time greats do their thing, but at the same time, it's like, oh, for the love of God, can someone challenge this guy? Yeah, and yeah. And contenders now. We're very and, – and for the love of God, please, everyone, just stay healthy right. and feels for Sunday. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine being on Racer TV – doing like those years with Caleb and, and Walker when they both was walking like what do you talk about the whole time well I mean you guys have to be good at your job saying like, like trying to get it uh like all right Caleb only has a 47 second lead this lap yeah. <laughs> I mean we would you know literally you know lifetiming and scoring kind of it'll call our bluff a little bit so we can't really you know embellish too much about like 
Oh, yeah. Well, we were at commercial break. You know, Stu was tracking down uh, Caleb Russell, and he gained 12 seconds on him. Because then somebody looks at live timing and scoring, and they're like, uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> so it's, it, it gets difficult to kind of build that drama. But I don't think we're going to have that problem this no. year. No, I don't so, think so either. So what about the year that Walker went 12 for 13? Like, at, at a certain point, you start talking about it, and you're like, oh, Walker wins again. Well, like, I, I think at that point, though, if somebody's going for an undefeated or a uh, yeah an undefeated season, that in itself becomes a cool story, right? Yeah, Un- unless you say it too soon and you curse them like Ben Kelly, yeah, and then you go, he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, um, yeah, that one literally. Uh, you know, Johnny Gallagher was saying, "No, Mikey, don't bring it up. You know, on air, don't bring it up. Uh, don't say anything. You don't want to give him the announcer curse." And I heard Johnny say that, and I was like, you know what? Let's do this. And it's the first thing I said was, I know it's early. Do you think you can go undefeated? <laughs> and sure enough, um, you know, so I apologize to the universe for that. <laughs> that was on me. Hey, so, hey and- last year, though, I mean, you couldn't hardly mention anybody's name without them getting injured. Yeah, it was, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I just did a – uh, the voiceover for the Mav TV recap episode of the Buckwheat 100. And I want to say we had five guys lined up for XC1, maybe maybe six. And it was just like, Mike, this is, we need more. <laughs> Please, yeah. Yeah. one race pro class. Yeah. Right. Um, Could we at least have them go off with XC2? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was tough. It was it was brutal there toward the end. I, I you know you hate to see it, and a lot of those guys that were racing at the end of last season, um, you know, were hurt at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like Stu was out there, Dad was out there, uh, Ricky was out there, and I mean those guys were out at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so. I mean there were heavy hitters, and Brandon and I, I remember discussing yeah. this with you, Brandon, about how you know are we going to see towards the end of the year are we going to see the majority if not all of the wins come from guys that aren't even in the championship running Whew. i hope not <laughs> no, i mean i mean last I year last year we were talking about that and and yeah. and, and and we we kind of did see that right. a lot yeah. you know cuz a lot of these guys were coming in just and stealing wins away from the guys that were in the championship running this year i think i think it's going to be a different story i think there's going to be a lot of multiple winners this year yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. Um, Florida's gnarly. I mean, it's, it's, the sand is rough. It beats the hell out of them for three hours. Um, you know, I think it was, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but we had the footage of, you know, guys passing out after the race. The yeah. one that distinctly stands out to me was the Trevor Bollinger was just like winded, laying on the ground, sucking air. And it, I mean, it's just, it is insane. There's a reason guys will come that just run Supercross to come watch um, on Sunday because, I mean, for lack of a better term, I feel like a lot of our guys haul their nuts around with a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to go and do that for three hours in, in the sand is just – it's insane. Yeah, no doubt. And then and then last year <clears> – <throat> last year uh, – I remember seeing that video that you were talking about, and then you pan over to Ben Kelly, and he just looks fresh as a daisy. Yes, How, yeah, ben, that guy. He 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 may have been able to go thirteen and zero last year. So I don't think <laughs> you were too early with that uh, with that question that you had. 
<laughs> he he was dynamite. Um, and you know, I, it'd be interesting to see now that he's got a round under his belt um, with Big Buck in the books to to see what kind of Ben Kelly comes out. Um, you know, he had just some great riding. You know, we talk about his racecraft and his riding style is you know second to none. Him Toth always stood out to me as just being flawless on a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah, I got I got a good feeling about Ben going into Florida. Yeah. Speaking of Bollinger, did we ever get a full injury report on him? Did anybody see anything? I don't think so. You know, I think he's been pretty quiet about it. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. I didn't know if maybe if you knew anything or not because I've been watching for it. But um, I know I know he said he hurt his shoulder, but didn't know if he broke anything or not. And then and I, I haven't heard nothing since. So I'm guessing he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not really heard anything either. I mean, I think we're in the same boat on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys are so quiet. It's it's <laughs> tough. It's tough. These racers, the- man, <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it's it's got to be tough for for him as well for uh, for Trevor because mm-hmm. it's just you know it's your heart hurts for him because it's just one injury after another. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and I mean, he you know we talked to him a little bit before the race uh, on um, Sunday mid morning and. You know, he he openly admitted. You know, I'm not a hundred percent. You know, I'm. I he I think he said I feel like I'm at like seventy seventy five percent. So, you know, it was a situation where it's kind of go out there, get a good finish. You know, see how you do. And unfortunately, it didn't <laughs> didn't end well for Trevor. And yeah. I, I hate. That. No. Yeah. It, I mean, in last year, I, I he was one of my favorites for for, for winning races because I mean, he definitely had the speed yeah. last year and stuff. So he's not lacking the speed. He just needs some luck on his on his side. Yeah, he need, yeah the guy needs a break. I mean, he was he was so so amazing in the XC2 class um, years ago, and I think everybody you know there's a lot of hype around him when he went up into the pro class, um, and I think he's he's fallen short. And I don't know that it's necessarily been a hundred percent on him. I mean, you got to make sure you're there to line up every race, but it's racing. I mean, things yeah. happen, guys. And he's just been on the short end of the stick with those situations, and it, it sucks. Yeah, so, so many things can happen to these guys, and it just seems like like more uh, – I, I don't want to say more often than not, but there's a lot of times where these guys end up – they end up having high expectations and end up having to put those, okay, next year. We'll do it next year. And it just seems like it just happens so many times to, to a lot of these guys. And like you said, your heart just goes out to them, and it's – because it's – you know, it's one of these these sportsies. Like you work so hard, and it can just like it can just all the work can go out the window in just a matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 difficult stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these and we we have the example, the ultimate example. That's Jordan Ashburn last year. Yeah, um, yeah. he raced twelve of thirteen. He didn't race. What's funny about that? Didn't race Ironman. And I remember I, I did a radio, like a local radio broadcast interview with him, and I was bragging on him. I said, you know, this guy, you know, he's lined up at every race, and, and his consistency was the difference maker in his championship run. And we're going to see him there on Sunday. And he goes, actually, uh, I'm not <laughs> Sunday. So, um, but he did say, e- even last year, from Jordan Ashburn's mouth, he said, it's an injury to my hand. It's not very you know it's serious but not if i had to to race to win the title i'd be lining up on sunday yeah he's like right. i have to do that so i'm here to watch and have fun okay fair enough <laughs> yeah i mean uh i mean look how many times caleb russell and those guys never had to line up for the last one so 
it's it's probably a really good feeling you didn't have to do that <laughs> yes absolutely yeah yeah, uh, yeah that's got to be one of those good feelings for sure but uh um man now I'm I'm just excited for this season. I think it's going to be a good one. I think that uh, uh, I like the the team that you guys have over there at Racer TV. It's uh, um, uh, you just you talked a little bit about how you know you got the new guys and everything. Um, uh, just new season vibes, man, all over the place. Yeah, they're hungry too. Um, you know, they both come from Moto. Uh, Zach Heron, a lot of folks are familiar with, plays music. And uh, he, he's stellar, um, you know, calls some local motos and um, catching on really quick and very good on the podium. You know, a lot of, you know, very high energy, which kind of expected because he plays live music. So I was like, OK, you know how to work a crowd. Right, right. <laughs> podium, you know, you guys have seen him live in person. The podiums, when you're up there as the announcer, you know, your job is 60 percent work in the crowd and 40 percent interviewing the riders. And I think he's perfect for that. And once he's more comfortable and he knows these guys well, um, he's really going to shine up there. And um, the other guy, I call him Baby Matthew McConaughey, uh, <laughs> Jackson Burrell. He, he's good. He's he's a kid. He's twenty two. Um, hungry, super hungry. Soaks everything up like a sponge. And you know, he's Mikey. What can I do better? What what can I change up? And um, you know, takes you know criticism well and. It's just, I think for him, it's just uh, him getting his confidence, um, and and it'll come, you right. know, just a matter of time. Uh, but uh, he's a uh, on track school kid. That's what I was gonna say. He was he did the on track school and he did the um, what do you, I don't know if it's called a min not mentoring program, job shadowing basically. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know all the kids that came to do it. I, I say kids, like I said, he's twenty two. He's not a kid. <laughs> And, um, you know, all these kids would come in and, and once their time was up, we were like, Hey, all right, you guys are good. You can go watch racing, whatever you want to do. Um, Jackson was the only one who was like, do you mind if I stay here in the booth? I'd love to, you know, keep listening to you guys and learn. And so we, you know, took him under our wing and, um, I think he's going to be great. You know, still got, he got some work to put in, but I think he's going to be good once he gets Mm -hmm. it dialed. Yeah. So did the drone operator get a new drone? Or uh, man, you guys are getting wild with the drones. It's it's getting it's awesome. Um, I'll let the I'll I'll let the not secret secret out that um, we're planning on having two drones for Florida. Nice. nice. So we're nice. gonna try to keep coverage. Uh, the goal is to to keep the the drone coverage on the leaders, um, and and have that. But we also want to start highlighting some more of the battles that are going on behind them. Okay. Yeah. But we feel like with a second drone, we can have some more coverage and, you know, okay, hey, we know what's going on out front. Uh, let's take a look at this, you know, amazing battle that's going on for fourth or fifth or sixth or this battle for the XC2 or this battle for the XC3. We want to show some more of those guys. So we're constantly trying to improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys are, man. Like, I, I can I can remember very 
you know, clearly the days where where you had where the there one was the, still one the, still yeah, the, the camera, camera the camera was yeah. on the finish line, and <laughs> Rodney really had a heck of a job trying to talk about those races back in the day when when you didn't see anything you you couldn't I mean so I mean I'm excited every year to see uh, the steps and improvements you guys take to to make it a better viewing experience for the uh, racing fans at home. Yeah, I love it. And we're also doing, uh, you know, not for like TV broadcast, but uh, last race we kind of, without telling anybody, tested out playing the live race call uh, for the the micros, the youth, and the amateur race in the morning. And I believe we're going to do that again in Florida. And you guys, if, you know, the folks listening or whatever, I think you can just literally go to live scoring and there's like a little – audio tab where you can listen in to the live race call so oh, that, wow. heck yeah yeah I, I, that's something i've been preaching for like uh like nascar does it like you can wear your headset and listen to like the, yeah yeah I, I thought that'd be awesome for gene zc that's that's cool that you guys are able to do that or trying yeah. to start doing it anyways yeah yeah yep. trying to trying to just and again it's all it's always baby steps you know we get something dialed we're like man we did really well with this and it's like okay well let's take it to the next step yeah let's need to try and make this grow and um so far knock on wood uh we've been good with with internet coverage um i that's all that's all way above my pay grade I don't know. <laughs> but i think they switched it up this last off season um and, and got a little better so are we on starlink <laughs> yeah hopefully weather permitting we are good <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt hey how about that drone um that was I don't know who was operating it, but uh, the guy that was flying it through the woods, like for like the edits that they were doing later on, like that oh, was yeah. some wild uh, footage. Ian House, Ian okay. House. Um, oh, he's an, he's incredible. Ian actually started. He was a really good friend of our producer Adam Gordon, and um, he used to operate a camera for us. And then he was our first drone operator, and he was stellar. And, you know, of course, we know that changed the game, the drone operator. And then, you know, life happens, and he moved on and um, didn't really do anything with racing as far as uh, videography for, I think, maybe a year, and then jumped back into it. And now the dude is like, he won some award recently for, uh, for some work he did. It wasn't a race um, video. It was, you know, something else. But he is – pretty damn stellar um i'm so proud of ian too because he was a little baby like 17 year old kid when he first came to us so <laughs> to see him doing well and and you know guys like you guys giving him some some love that's cool yeah um, i'm gonna let him know that too i'm gonna have him watch this episode because <laughs> he'll be stoked to hear that oh no yeah. it's it's i i told brandon it like with what he's doing it looks darn near like a video game right like yes. like you're in that third person controller seat i was like mm-hmm. I, it's really fun to watch and i told brandon last week on the show i said i said you know what's going to happen next they're going to start they're going to start racing drones to the woods <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah let's do it let's do it that's just i don't know the, how the hell i would do a 10 second call for that right but I'm in. can it just hover and then as soon as the green flag, and then you just take off. Hey, Ricky even said, though, with the uh, drone footage through the woods, that it was pretty wild because he was, like, riding through the woods, but the drone's keeping up with him because he could hear it, like, yeah, he could with hear him the... in the woods. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. I think it's amazing being able to hear it over the bike. I mean, they sound must be powerful little machines. 
Yeah, dude, they buzz. They buzz for sure. Those and that man, like I've flown a drone. What's so funny? I can tell this story now. <laughs> happened. I sure as hell wasn't telling anybody. But <laughs> after the 2017 season, uh, my book and I took a trip to Wyoming. A uh, buddy of mine's got a, a hunting cabin up there, and so we go to Wyoming. And I ask uh, Dan, uh, Dan Reinhart, who's like head cheese. He's our boss with Racer Team. We've been there <laughs> since the beginning. Uh, back in the like, you know, static camera at the finish line days. Right. So that was like Dan. <laughs> so I begged Dan. I was like, dude, let me borrow the drone. Let me borrow the drone. He's like, okay, you can borrow it, but dude, don't don't lose it. Don't break it. That thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So we're in Wyoming. Uh, you know. We may have had a few drinks. Uh, that's beside the point. Altitude's a factor, all those things, right? So I'm like, I'm going to fly the drone. I'm going to get some footage of the cabin and the property and the mountains. So I got the drone up, and it's out there for like five minutes. And I like it just goes, I don't even know, like southeast. And it's just And I'm watching it on like the monitor, and I'm like, oh, this is not good, not good. So you get home on it supposed to come home the damn thing wasn't coming home i was freaking out finally it landed like somewhere i don't know like 100 yards from me i go after the thing i kick up a jackrabbit that comes out of the brush scares the hell out of me finally get the drone threw it in the box told my buddies forget it we're getting no drone coverage it's not <laughs> Oh geez, it's it's like uh, Ferris did, uh, Bueller's Day Off, like borrow the car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Borrow the I drone. First, man, trying to turn back the odometer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a super cheap drone at one point in time, and I remember like like not being because it would it would record, mm -hmm. but I couldn't see oh, it right, oh, yeah. so I had to like like kind of operate it by sight, and I remember oh. one time I just like I sent it up. To where I couldn't see it anymore. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep going. And I just went up and up and up. And then I never saw it again. <laughs> the funny part would have been like, Mike, you would have been like, well, I've kind of forgot it records to itself. And I was starting to box it. Oh. And the guy that got it out and it was like, saw what Mikey was doing with it all the time. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Look at this drunk idiot from the Midwest out here in Wyoming getting footage. Honestly, I was lucky somebody didn't shoot it down out there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. No, shoot. So, so Mikey, uh, um, uh, how's DQ doing? We've not seen the Bottleneck Live show lately, and, and, and I, it kind of saddens our hearts a little bit. <laughs> Us too. Um, you know, just life, damn life getting yeah, in the way. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's, he's, you know, he's still at, at uh, Spike's KTM. He's still turning wrenches. And as a matter of fact, I think he just um, is, was kind of made a partner in the business. Oh, nice. um, to what degree, I don't know. But, uh, you know, so that takes up a lot of his time. And then uh, he's been racing cars with, with, uh, with Lucas Grounds. Yeah. Um, so he's got that going on. Oddly enough, um, my wife and I took my parents out Saturday night. We went to some random hole-in-the-wall tacos and tequila place, and I'm walking. I let my parents out, and I went and found a parking spot in this little downtown area. And um, for those that don't know, I guess I should say, uh, this is like an hour from where I live, but it's where DQ is from, okay? So I'm walking into the restaurant from my car, and I hear somebody bang on the, the window of the restaurant. <laughs> 
and I thought it was my dad or something messing with me, and it was DQ, and he flips me off. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I walked in. We, we talked for a little bit. I mean, we text all the time. Um, and I was like, dude, we, we really need to do a show. Like, at this point, um, you know, it's like the Rolling Stones. Like, you think they're done and retired, and they come out with a reunion tour. <laughs> yeah. So, and they just won't die. Um, so we'll get back to it. When, I have no idea. Good. We're kind of like um, – Mariah Carey, you know, like Christmas time, you know, you're going to get that damn song. Um, I got, we get closer to Iron Man or maybe the Hoosier and, and you'll probably hear from us. Good deal. Good deal. Cause I, I was, I was hoping you guys hadn't retired. Yeah. No, no. It's, it's just been life. It's just been in the way. I know it's, it gets, it gets rough. Like, it gets rough. It's like, busy. Let me tell you guys, like, I have all the respect and appreciation for you guys with the Fantasy League. Um, you, that has, I I don't doubt that there are moments that you say to yourself, why the hell are we doing this? <laughs> There's more of those moments. There's more of those moments than, than the other moments. <laughs> yeah, but but I just keep, keep it going. And like you were saying earlier, you know, those little... My wife always says she's got this this joke about, you know, I get I get overwhelmed with the voiceovers and okay, now I got to go to the race. And now with the race, I got to come back. I got to write an article. I get, it's, it's a and juggle a day job. It's a lot. Yeah. And she's always gives me this cheesy, uh, analogy that I carry with me. And it's like, how do you eat an elephant? And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And she's like <laughs> one bite at a time. So you guys are doing that and you do great at it. As far as the one bite at a time, those little baby steps you guys are creating something pretty special yeah well we appreciate it yeah. we, we we appreciate that uh we've uh <clears throat> where, where you guys you know at the bottleneck live hung your hat on like good funny content we just hung our hat on the fact that we won't leave <laughs> <laughs> we're not going anywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we refuse to not do it so you, you know it, the the content may not be you know it's all right, but uh, it's always going to be here. It's always going to be here. Yeah, you guys are great. Um, you know, I hear I, I need to give you some more. I'll, I'll make sure I get a shout out in there for you during the broadcast this weekend. But oh, good deal. People that uh, you know, hey, did you watch Split Line? Um, so yeah, you guys, you're you're out there. I think more than you think. Uh, that's good. Than- we we appreciate that. We yeah. really do appreciate yeah. that. And speaking of fantasy and this weekend, we uh, you're going to have a uh, a super fantasy player. Um, in studio with yeah. you, uh, in in Walker Fowler. When we put the handicaps out this weekend, he was the first person to put his team in. So oh, he's, he's playing thanks. fantasy as well. <laughs> We're, I'll bring that up with him. I'm gonna call him out. I'm gonna ask him who he picked. <laughs> he, he's gonna be like, I'm taking that to my grave. <laughs> That's oh, 100%. <laughs> well, he was frustrated with his first uh, his first week because I think he ended up finishing like in the 50s, like 50. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, he doesn't so, like to lose. Too no. Much. So he's, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever I uh, I saw that he put his picks in first this week, I was like, that seems about right. He's, <laughs> he's, he's amped and ready to go. <laughs> so what you're saying is we'll do like life after racing with Walker Fowler, and it'll be GNCC Fantasy at Split Line. This is next big thing that he's going to. <laughs> well, this, this is just like a this is what not not after racing. What is it like a just like a a, a mini vacation he's yeah. having right now? No, no, I'm saying this Good is life practice. Crisis. Practice. This is practice. So when he does eventually retire, oh, okay, his life goals will be okay. I'm going to be number one in fantasy <laughs> for the most years in oh, a row. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, Nine times straight fantasy champion. So, yeah. <laughs> so I love it. Coming in this weekend, Mikey, who, who do you who's your favorite? Uh, what guy do you think that could give Bryson Neal a run for his money on Saturday? Uh, you know, the obvious choice in that one, I think, is going to be Hunter Hart. Mm-hmm. You know, he's I've joked with him about being a Florida native. Like, you know, he's from New York, but at this point, we just got to say he's a Florida boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Th- I hope Hunter listens to this, and I'm sure he will. He's he's very in tune with, with everything going on. I'm going to challenge him and just say, Hunter, you're supposed to be the guy. It's 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 enough of this, you know, fighting for podiums. He needs to be up there fighting for wins. Mm-hmm. And we get glimpses of it, and then, you know, he falls short. I think it's time. It's time for Hunter Hart to to go out and get a win. And, and <laughs> in the post-race interview, he can be like, Mikey, I told you so. You shouldn't have doubted me. <laughs> Coltrane, Cole Richardson, um, man, I would love to see Glotta. If Glotta would get a win in Florida, I would lose my mind. Right. <laughs> I would probably, like, I don't do the podiums anymore, but if Glotta can pull off a win this weekend, I would probably tell those guys, stay in the TV booth. I'm going to talk to little baby John Glotta. <laughs> <laughs> Not so little no more. <laughs> Oh, he's huge. He's like seven feet tall. No <laughs> doubt. I mean, and, and he's the one person that, like, when I'm in the woods watching him, it it looks like there's such little effort. Like, he's mm-hmm. able he is able to go so fast with, with – I mean, I know he's putting in all the effort that he can, but, but it's one of those things, like, his riding style is just so smooth. And then, like you said, like, once he gets those wins figured out, yeah. I mean, I think he could be something special for sure. Yeah, I think the thing with with Glotta is just confidence. You know, confidence. Mm-hmm. The person he is on the bike, like, hey, carry that off of the bike too, and then it's gonna just build you up even more. Yeah. Because um, always get, you know, anytime I interview John, he's kind of a shy guy, a little bit introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, you know, pulls the shoulders in and he ducks the head down. It's like, no, big guy, like, get that chin up, like, carry that confidence with you, and you'll have it there on race day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love Johnny. Just he's such a nice kid, and you know, he, he doing well. Yeah, treat so, treat an interview like you're whipping a quad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, a hundred percent. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'm gonna have you settle debate in in this uh, podcast here. As as a professional as you are on Racer TV, are you guys considering Jay Shattern a rookie? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, he's a rookie again. There you go. Come on, no, Say, no, don't do, not. Don't do. Jay got mad last week and said that he's been out of the pro line long enough that it's like starting over. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's um, I've never heard anybody say rookie and again in the same sentences. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm telling you, exactly, it's a rookie again. <laughs> he told I mean, me I, knock that crap off. Really, do what? Last week, I said that he was not a rookie because he had already raced pro. And he literally sent me a message while on the show because he was listening. And He's said, probably watching right now. <laughs> he probably is. He'll send me another message. But he was like, you need to knock that crap off because I've been out of the pro line long enough that I can be considered a rookie again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like you want to get down to it. I mean, I don't really know what the AMA rule is on it. Obviously, it's not uh, – 
issue or I think racer productions would, would squash it. Um, and they would have made him run pro class last year. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's, I'm, I, you know, what? I'll, I'll forget. I'll ask him. I'll just ask him this weekend. Like, how, how do you feel? About <laughs> how do you feel about uh, it? But, <laughs> so I was told, I, you know, a, you know, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was told AMA rules. Since we don't actually require a pro license to run XC1 anymore Correct. on ATVs, Correct. that they're all classified as A class, which means that if you run XC1, that's why you can move back to a junior A or a vet A mm-hmm. and still be legal. And that's that's basically what it boiled down to. Because when some yeah. of the retired pros started moving back, they had that same argument. And then AMA was like, nuts, you don't have to have a pro license run XC1, so technically it classifies yeah. as an A-class. Yeah. Well, to, to be clear, though, I, I do want to say this. I I, perfect, I think it, his comeback tour was awesome. I love yeah. the way he did it when he went back to Junior A, won the championship, you know, beat Devin, won the championship. <laughs> I'm telling you, he kept getting away. I kept trying to throw a tow rope on his yeah, going yeah, by, and yeah, I missed every yeah. time. <laughs> and then uh, I, I really enjoyed his XC2 year, too. Mm-hmm. And then now going into uh, the XC1, um, I, I'm loving watching the journey. I just don't I just don't think we can use the word rookie. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What, does yeah, Mikey yeah, think I mean, he can win? Do I think he can win? Yeah. Um, no, no, I don't, I I don't, I don't think Jay Shad can, can pull off an overall. Um, like, first of all, I, I, I just don't think anybody's going to touch Bryson Neal until further. Right. Um, Hunter Cole, Cole is a guy, you know, as we, where we talked about John Glada who needs confidence. Cole Richardson's a guy that has the confidence to do it. Um, but Jay Shad, man, I think I could – Jay Shad could make a podium. Mm-hmm. Watch, yeah. Jay Shad will hit a podium at, like, Snowshoe. Like I was just r- getting ready to say, man, if there's a win in Jay Shad, I think it, I think Snowshoe might yeah. be it. Mm-hmm. Because look what he did last year. He darn near did it last year. Mm-hmm. That's right. They're lucky they didn't finish on the mud hole side. If they would have went through Howard's hole one more time and finished – yeah, did you uh, see his it line? It would have been over. Mike, did you see his line through there? Like, he, he parted the Red Sea. <laughs> yes. And of how yes. it's all. That, that, that's what made me say, if the guy's going to do it, it's going to be Snowshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he can pull off a win, I'll, you know, I'll eat my words. Hey, congratulations. Um, I saw a comment on, on Facebook. I don't remember who the person was. Um, I mean, hey, if we're going to put Jay Shad on blast, I'll put this guy on blast, but I don't know his name. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, Bryson won the first race, and somebody had mentioned, like, well, yeah, he won. He has no competition. Mm-hmm. And if I thought about that, and it's like, you realize that Cole Richardson, Hunter Hart, Glotta, Merritt, Shadron, rookie Wyatt Wilkin, who is definitely a rookie. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a rookie. <laughs> McGill, Borich, Abney, Rush, those are the fastest riders, certainly in this country, probably the world i don't know there might be a russian dude out there we don't know about but (laughs) but the reality is it's like you can't take away anything from any of the guys we just mentioned just recognize that bryson neal's on another planet right now and accept that yeah because if cole comes to your local guess what he's winning hunter hart comes to your local he's winning Mm -hmm. glotta same merit same thing yep Yep. McGill, yeah. McGill comes to all of our locals and wins all of them. 
Yes. Well, I mean, sometimes it's not as easy as. And he's old. And <laughs> <laughs> he's old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. I, I do recall he did not beat me in the championship last year. He, in the championship. Was, uh... He only showed up to like only half. <laughs> he didn't beat you. He missed it by one. <laughs> what, uh... what? And. Even if he did run the last one, I still had him. <laughs> you, you want to hear a funny one about Adam? So, my wife, how I got involved in all this, my wife primarily was a trophy girl for a local series here in Indiana, which was a big series at the time. Um, Adam would come and race it. And I have a picture of my wife and the trophy girls with Adam, who won that day. And he's got his arm draped over my wife. So, First race I do for GNC, I'd known him, but it was kind of like a fan perspective, knew him. So I was like, Adam, I said, you uh, you and I have met. He's like, oh, we have? I said, yeah, you remember that series in Indiana, blah, blah, blah. He said, yeah, yeah, okay, I, re- I remember who you are now. Um, I said, well, you, you met my wife before me, and I show him that picture, and he says, in true Adam fashion, holy shit, that was your wife? I said, yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, I was trying to hit on her so hard. I am so sorry. <laughs> like, it's okay, buddy. It was it was in the past. And it just kind of goes with the territory of dating a track snack, you know? So. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, you, I mean to, yeah, to your defense, I mean, she, she was a trophy girl, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> help. That was when we were young and we were in shape and... <laughs> Those days are behind us now. <laughs> oh, I mean, hey, your underwear model uh, modeling career didn't come till much later than that, though, right? That's very true. It, the, the irony that you know, in my twenties, <laughs> I'd work out and was like, you know, six pack and 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 muscles and nothing. I'm fat and in my late thirties, and an underwear <laughs> company's like, hey, you are our demographic. <laughs> Posing these, hey, absolutely. The dad, the dad bod is coming, man. Everybody, everybody oh, likes that dad I think bod. the dad bod is here. It's here. I think it's, it's here. here. You know, it is here. Amen. It, we live in a society that uh, it's okay to have curves <laughs> these days. That's exactly it. What a time to be alive. What right? a time. What a time. What a time. <laughs> so what, a, what a time to eat little Debbie cakes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. good one. <laughs> so, Mikey, uh, as part of being officially a part of the broadcast crew, are you allowed to make predictions? Oh, absolutely. All right. So, so oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've lost $500 to Caleb Russell and his brother playing <laughs> poker on a Saturday night after a race. I'm not scared to make predictions. I'm not <laughs> just saying. Perfect. Perfect. So, all right. Uh, give us your, your podium predictions for ATV and bike. ATV and bike. All right. Let's do Saturday first. ATVs. All right. Because I was so hard on his ass, Hunter Hart gets a win. Good deal. Um, B. Neal second. And... John Glott a third. Mm-hmm. That's a good podium. And I'll throw him at Jay Shadron fourth. Just off because you you guys and me pissed him off tonight. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I mean, I'm Until the one not- trying to call him a rookie, so I'm on his side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do if he, enough. we're talking about him, that's a good thing. That's no right. news is bad. That, How's it go? All publicity is good publicity? Yeah, something I can't like talk, that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about your bike picks? Uh, bites. Um, 
Ooh, uh, Stu likes to listen to stuff too and then use it as fuel. So I'm scared to say not Stu. I want to be <laughs> Ricky Russell. I feel good about oh, Ricky. Oh, yeah. Ben Kelly, Stu Baylor. Okay. 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 Man, we just talked, we, we talked before you came on about how, um, that whole podium was a surprise at the beginning of, at the first round just because there were so many question marks above all of their heads with with the injuries coming back from recovering and yeah. and new bikes and and just so many questions but but they I mean they they prevailed and I'm calling a flake I'm calling that was first race flakes fluke flukes sorry flake flake flakes, flakes, flakes. <laughs> flakes flukes you know they're all of all the f's. Uh, I don't think I don't think any of those guys Words. will be on the podium this weekend. No, yep. I think it's will be completely different. different completely player. different. Just on oh, bikes. Stu's going to yeah, throw the just race on just bikes. because he can't bike flip. No loop out. Oh yeah. yeah. How, how much did that mess you up? You guys up with timing and scoring. <laughs> Mikey said what that's the? not his department. Oh no. yeah. I mean, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Right? <laughs> oh my god. So just to be, just to put it out there, um, I may get a text about this later, but I love it. I, I love, you know, Stu wheeling out at the end, destroying a fender. Like, you know, I'm there to entertain people and, and, and have people have fun. And my take on it is this. Like, years ago, I used the NBA again. Shaquille O'Neal broke backboards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bo Jackson in baseball broke baseball bats over his knee. Um Rob Gronkowski, NFL, spikes the football in the end zone, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. the passive fan, the one that's flipping the channels that sees dirt bike racing through the woods goes, no, thank you, I'm good. But the dude that comes across and sees a guy wheeling out a dirt bike at the finish line and going full send says, what the hell are these hillbillies doing? (laughs) I'm in on it. Right. So yeah. I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for the fans. I think it builds all of that. Right. Did he screw up scoring and mess things up for a significant amount of time, affecting a lot of people's jobs and just irritating parents and riders? Yes, he did. Um, and that's the sucky part. It, you can't really predict that that would happen. <laughs> Luke, um, it, it, it is what it is. I will say this, of, of all the penalties that would come down on them, I was stoked to hear it was a monetary fine and it wasn't points. Right. Because the drama and the BS we had to deal with two years ago uh, between him and Ben Kelly was, was an absolute nightmare. Right. Um, <clears throat> so um, I think if I were Stu Baylor, I would be saying, hey, I did take out your scoring line. I apologize. Um Please don't take points away from me. <laughs> um, you know, Tealy Energy will pay for it, or or one of my fans will start a GoFundMe. <laughs> right. Uh, Mikey said he's but, donating to the so, GoFundMe. I just want to know how these guys are supposed to celebrate a win, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. It's tough. Um, they can't do burnouts no more. They can't do now bike flips, I guess, no more. Um, I mean, there's no jump to do a fist pump. There's like Marvin Muskan does hill clickers. Jerry McGrath used to do a knack knack. Um, oh heck yeah! I mean, these guys. I mean, what are they supposed to just run across and just give them the whole like one of like a fist bump in the air and backflip backflip off the podium? I think I think Stu's the last one to get away with the burnout too on the podium. 
He he cheated because it says something about on the wood. Yeah, he, he went up know, and that, said, "If I just like, do it on the wood." Yeah. Yeah. So so <laughs> we we have this uh, black and white like checkered vinyl on the podium, but last year on the on the back two boards, it like we had to cut it because it got kept getting damaged from weather. So the back two boards were exposed. So Stu says, Mikey, can I do a burnout? I was like, man, I look around for Carrie, Joe, and Tim Cotter, and I said, <laughs> yeah, you can do it. I said, but just do it on that wood. Don't do it on my vinyl or we'll get in trouble. But he just bam, 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 bam on the wood. Carrie, Joe, and Tim were behind the podium. They heard what I said. They come around. They look at me. They look at Stu, and I said, Somebody told him he can do it. I, I don't know who said it. <laughs> so, so that one might have been my fault. But uh, when there's no adults in the room, <laughs> yeah, when the, yeah, exactly. But I do think Carrie Joe told him she's like, "I hope you had fun. You're going to buy me a new board for that for the trailer." Um, <laughs> I think it's finally gotten replaced in the off season. Um, they probably could have. It was so grooved out. What an ad for Dunlop Tires. I think that's what he wrote. Um, <laughs> wait, do you guys have a tire sponsor? Not yet. Not yet. We're working okay, on well, it. Dunlop's on board now. But um, <laughs> There we go. <laughs> they literally, they probably could have cut that out. And a matter of fact, knowing Rita Coombs, she probably cut that out and it's hanging in the office at Racer Productions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there oh, we there go. Okay, good. Yeah, that that's some of my argument is, is like, what are these guys supposed to do when they win? Yeah. Um, yeah, Stu just got creative with it, you know. Um, yeah. And we'll forever, we'll forever, forever remember the the bike flip from Stu yeah. Baylor. Yeah. Well, and I think another cool thing about it is the thousand dollars that he was fined. Do you know what he donated? Do you know what it had to be donated to? Mm-mm. SOS. Oh, awesome. The, the guys we just had it on the on the show at the beginning of the oh, show. Oh, that the. Win-win. Yep. Yeah, win-win. That, that's really cool. That That's an awesome program that they got going on for, for all the racers. Um, hope hope all the racers are taking advantage, full advantage yes. of that. Yeah, that's uh, that's an understatement. And like, I, uh, I posted it on uh, Instagram, but he actually messaged me after the race uh, because I posted the picture of my finger that was hanging off. And he's like, Mikey, what is wrong with you? Come see me. Um, so yeah, I uh, I heard him, you know, speaking to you guys earlier, and I owe him an apology too, apparently. So yeah, yeah I mean, for anybody who, who's listening or will listen to this, it's it, you know, it's it's we know it's dangerous, and it doesn't matter if it's dirt or street. I mean, I know every time I throw my leg over the street bike, like make sure you kiss your wife goodbye, tell her you love her because. It's risky. It, it just is. And it normally isn't you. It's the elements or, you know, the other rider, whatever. Um, basically, shit happens. So make sure you go see someone that is very qualified mm-hmm. and is very familiar with our off-road riders, which yeah. I think is a huge difference. Um, not so much at, at off-road with GNCC, but I see it at motos, um, just unqualified EMTs, yeah. uh, first responders. And I think we are very, very fortunate to have someone that knows our people, knows what we do, and knows the kind of people we are. Um, they're 
at our fingertips. Yeah, yeah. And then, and both Mark and Josh seem yeah. like really excited about moving yes. forward with SOS and and I just really want to give them as much, you know, publicity as possible so 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 they can uh, you know, <clears throat> I would love for them to not have to volunteer for it could be for, you know, that way it could be profitable for them right. to, to be yeah. there and, and, uh, and uh, be able to, to provide the great care that they do for the riders. I'm already getting stickered up apparently. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Devin's going to be the first yeah. one in line when you guys get down there Friday. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> They're going to patch me back together. They said it'd be fun. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, well, Mikey, man, I know you got a big, long drive drive ahead of you here in a couple of days. So we're going to let you go, man. Uh, definitely, as always, appreciate your time on the show tonight, uh, sitting down and bench racing with us, and uh, it's always good to have you on and get to get to talk and BS for a while. Heck yeah, thank you guys, and keep keep it up, keep up the good work. Absolutely, Thanks, man. man. We will. We'll talk to you down the road, buddy. All right, man. See you guys. All right, later, <clears throat> All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, man, it, it's always cool to, to get to talk to Mikey. And uh, this year going into uh, the season as a new role, taking over mm-hmm. Ronnie Tomlin's job, that's some big shoes to I was, fill. I was going to give him a little crap because, like, you know, he missed a Jay Shad. He called Jay Shad. Uh, Jeremy uh, McClure. Jeremy. Whole Got, shot. Yes. Uh, but, 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 but he said it was Jay, Jay Shad. Shad. Yeah. Yes. I'll, then I was like, nah, I'll, give, I'll, I'll go easy on him. But. <laughs> this mess with them and stuff but no that that's a hard that's a big hard task and hard role oh, to, to like, step in like i said the reading of the names i'm totally oh, out you on. know how i am oh, i mean yeah. look at me and reading fantasy could you imagine like because you have the time in between rows right right and then you look at that you look at that that am bike row mm-hmm. and there's 40 to 50 bikes on that row Listen, you, and you know you like, cannot see that far i don't know where he's at when he's reading these names but there's well, he's no reading, he's reading the sign-up sheet right right that's what i'm saying yeah. but like you know what i'm saying like you know he's the not able to see the number is not like right beside him no no so, he's, he's yeah. got like a spotter trying to figure out the number so to get back to him there's you know what i mean yep. So yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that's 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 a tough uh, that's a tough gig. He went yeah. to he probably went to auctioneer school so he could read the names off faster. Real fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you, about what you have to be doing. Right. Yeah. So guys, let's get into this real quick. Um, who, who's your podiums this weekend? My podium this weekend is I'm going to agree with Mike. I'm going to go with Hunter Hart uh, taking the win this weekend. Bryson Neal in second, and Cole Richardson in third. Cole Richardson. What about go ahead, you, Brandon. Okay, go ahead. Um, Bryson Neal uh, is going to take the win. Um, hopefully, a Hunter Hart is following close behind. And um, man, the third place—man, uh, third third place is a tough one right now because if uh, Coltrane can ride where I think and I know he can, um, he's he's a he's a podium guy. Um, John Glada podium guy in my book and um and then you got jay shad and then man there's a lot of guys we're not talking about that that are really pushing for it i mean josh man we've mentioned josh baron and all those guys um so i'm gonna go bryson neal hunter hart and um cole richardson one for the podium i'm gonna pay jay shad until he wins okay so i mean there's there's 11 more rounds I got a feeling he's going to win at least one of them. So, <laughs> Jay Shad first, B Neil second. I'm saving my Jay Shad pick. Oh yeah, we know which one. <laughs> I'm just picking him every time until I get it. 
Jay Shad first, B Nils second, Wyatt Wilkin third. Okay. Okay. And what about the bikes? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go Ricky Russell in second. Oh, we're already picking the winner? Listen, listen. I'm going <laughs> to say what different. Second? Just forget first. Second. Second's going to be Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> just Se- skips around. Second's going to be Ricky. Third's going to be Ashburn. Uh-huh. And first is going to be... Dang it, Stu, again. Yeah. <laughs> I think Stu. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Um, man, it, it's, it's really tough. Uh like you said, the parody, and I'm I'm, I'm going to back up myself where I said no, the three guys on the podium last completely week will not guys. Will be completely new guys. Okay. Um, the first place is going to go to Thad Duvall. Thad Duvall is going to win this weekend. Okay. And uh, so we got Thad. We're going to go at Jordan Ashburn and Josh Strang. Uh, I'm going to go. Stu Baylor with the win, mm-hmm. Craig DeLong, mm. and Thad Vall. Okay. okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. A little guys, mixture. Guys, yeah. make sure you uh, uh, check out the fantasy handicaps and send us in your mm-hmm. picks this weekend. Um, <clears throat> prize up for grabs this weekend will be a Sunstar chain and sprocket kit. Ooh. Um, uh, last weekend's prize, uh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon mentioned it to me. I forgot to send the prize out. So, uh, we'll get, we we'll need be, to get on that shipping department. Yeah. Shipping department needs to uh, get with it. So Jesus, Devin, you haven't got, got this done yet. I didn't even have one. Brandon, it's almost 11 o'clock. Dude, what, what is up? I am tired. I'm tired. I got to work tomorrow, guys. Yeah, this is here. bullshit. <laughs> um, I guess... I guess with that being said, uh, let's get this thing and wrap it up. Guys, uh, really appreciate it. Um, appreciate, like, share, all that good stuff. Uh, Magna One Motorsports, guys, can't pre- uh, can't thank them enough for everything they're doing this year for us. Um, so please support them uh, if you want to support us. Use bikes, helmets, goggles, gear, anything else you might think of. Trackside support at any GNCC or any PG events. Magna One's Clean It. Revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike, ATV, or anything else you take to the track. Um, best thing, best thing to do, use for your stuff. So get it cleaned. Go over and see them at the track. Sell. Hey, say hey, man. Split line sent you. Check it out. Guts Racing seat covers, guys. Best thing, best thing you ever want to use. Um, uh, if it's muddy, slick, whatever traction. You need a seat. Need a tall seat. Need a small seat. Whatever you want. Give her, give them a anything shout. Anything in between. Anything between, baby. Uh, give them a shout. That's what that's what I would do. Um, seal savers, guys, down there in deep sand this week. Protect those seals, man. Yeah. Forks. If you the, want those seals shafts. to make it to Georgia, yeah. If you want, if you want to make it to Georgia without any worry about that, get yourself some uh, seal savers. Uh, protect those shafts, uh, UTV, UV joints. Discount code Splitline Capital S. That's right. Twenty five percent off of anything in the seal savers website. Sunstar Channel Sprockets, guys. Um, best thing to use. That's what I use. Everybody in here uses them. If you're not Devin, using them, Devin, you're not on what are you on? Year three of the same Sunstar Chance Sprocket kit? <laughs> year three. I'm going to see if we're, I can make we're five. Growing. We're growing. Five years? Yeah, we're uh, going to go for five. Okay. Bryson Neal, baby. 
on Sunstar Chainless Rockets. Um, if, if that if that's not good enough for Price you, Bryson Neal and everybody behind him. That's right. If that's not good enough for you, I don't know what is. Uh, co- a split line thirty, right? For thirty percent off. Thirty for a cool thirty percent off. Might as well that's be right. a uh, sponsorship. And if you're not good at fantasy, you might need it. But if you're good at fantasy, you might win some. Um, <laughs> and then guys, this summer, this spring, here soon, Sun uh, Mountain State. Hair Scramble Series, one of the best series is around. It'll get you ready for just about anything on and off the track, trail rides, GNCC races, anything you might want. It's a good time. Go check them out. Family event. Family event. Richie Nolan is awesome over there. Thank you, guys. You guys ready for Wild Boar? Wild Boar. Devin, you got to leave in like 10 minutes to go to Wild Boar, right? Jesus. No, nah, I'll wait until Saturday morning. We we need we need a thing of like him running, like Forrest Gump running to the. Yeah. <laughs> it's just right down the street. Wait, he oh. can't run. Yeah, I bet he can't even run. No, I bet you can't either. Did you hobble up these steps this evening? I used your uh, wall on the way. Up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no railing. Yeah. There is no railing. <laughs> low, low budget studio over here. Low budget. Yeah, Love I it. just leaned against the wall, <clears throat> took it one step at a time. <laughs> hey guys, uh, quick thank you to the SOS crew. Make sure. Um, uh, you guys check them out. Uh, talk to them. Tell them you heard about them on the on the podcast. Uh, Josh Yeatman and Mark Tanner, those guys uh, on the show earlier this evening. Awesome getting to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Talk to them about what they're planning on doing. Uh, great things are they're, uh, they have in works there. Right. And of course, uh, the uh, voice of GNCC, Mikey Waynes. Thank you guys for being on the show tonight. Uh, Devin on the keys, Brandon, myself, and uh, all these awesome sponsors. That is the wrap up of episode 105, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Later.